This is Passages Podcast presented by Holy Revival. But, All right, so you're eating food you didn't eat? Or yeah, what? I was eating. No, because like recently my parents have been getting on me about uh-huh. eating. Like what, you eat too no, much? No, eating too little. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because. That's how you know they love you. They're like, yo, uh, what'd you eat today? I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten at all. Ate a all. chip, maybe? Ate a chip, maybe like a little bit of water. <laughs> eat water. Eat water. But they're like, they're like, you need to eat because that's why you're getting all these cramps and whatever. And because th- you remember when I couldn't walk? Yeah. Explain I, to them why you have cramps. So I don't even think it's cramps, bro. Remember when we went to the gym? All right. So this, this is why I couldn't walk for two days. We went to the gym and we were doing uh, legs. We're doing leg day and leg day. We kill it, bro. Kill it. We murder we it. We murder our legs. It's but not a sin to murder your legs. I murdered my calves. Like I didn't, I didn't hurt them. Yeah. I I eliminated from from the existence. You <laughs> obliterated them. Obliterated. So you remember when I was on that dip machine? Yeah. Or the, the stand? The stand, the pull-ups, and I was doing calves? You were doing calves. There, I didn't feel... I didn't feel it. You know what I mean? You're, that's why you did a lot. I did a lot. Because you don't feel the burn, really. I think I did, like, 100 reps. Okay. But and you don't do that often. I didn't you should have stuck with 50 reps. At the gym, I didn't feel it. You don't feel I it? I think it was, like, because I was pumped up. You yeah, know, adrenaline. Was, and you gave me you a had, bang. I gave him a bang. You gave me a bang. Freaking so rainbow unicorn flavor. And so that's what I was I was going, going, boom, boom. And I walked out great. You you saw me walk to my truck. I saw him do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I go home, I take a shower, and you know, that's when I start feeling it, right? Like, mm, I kinda hit the legs too much. Too much. Bro, my dummy self, the next day I go to Bible study, afterwards I go play soccer. That's when I ruined them. That's when I ruined them. Fatality. And then I saw I was running at the game and I think I played like three games because we do like seven minutes each game. Yeah, it's like a tournament thing. Whatever. Yeah. Did you win at least? Uh, Did you score? Yeah, I didn't score, actually, dude. I was destroyed your calves. Didn't score. score didn't win. Didn't drink water. Didn't drink water. Got cramps. Oh, my God, bro. It's the <laughs> formula to destruction. Yeah, he was texting me like, bro, I can't because we like to work out. <laughs> We like to work out at least two or three times a week. At least three times. We, we get bro. to try to get. It's hard to get all the boys together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, make sure everyone's there. But I'm like, bro, let's freaking work out. He's like, dude, I can't work out till next week, which is gonna mm. be in this next couple of days. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I'm good to work out on Monday. I should be Monday, all right. Yeah, but just don't do a hundred again. I was bro. texting you, bro. I was like, oh, I can't. I can't walk. And you were like, nice, bro. Nice. Bro. <laughs> That's good, bro. Yeah, I was like, I can't do anything. I'm like, that's how it should be. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you yo, should... I, I don't think you understand that I'm in pain. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, you're like, bro, I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. If I tell my mom I'm going somewhere, she's like, no, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was literally like that, bro. Because I, I just couldn't, dude. I just couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything until yesterday. Because I went to work. Mm-hmm. My, my first day of work was when was it? Thir- th- Thursday? Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. I went in. And I was still cramping, bro. I had to explain to <laughs> to the manager, to the manager, and to my the, the employee that I met, and to everyone that walked in the store. 
I was like, I'm sorry if I if I look like I crapped my pants, but I can't walk around. I was stretching, bro, the whole time. I couldn't do anything. But today I woke up and I was all right. You're all right. I was like, I was in the pain where it's like, okay. It's okay, normal. Normal pain. I so think what killed you is a soccer, dude. I think it was a soccer. The workout bro. is fine, but like and the it was, soccer just. It was a soccer and the lack of hydration. I did you gotta not, stay hydrated, bro. I did not hydrate, bro. Today I drink a lot of water. You gotta at least. At so least. when we start working out like this, bro, like you gotta be, and I'm bad on it too, but I've been working out like longer, mm-hmm. and you know if I am dehydrated, like I feel like my body's like kind of used to it. I know that right. sounds weird, but versus like if you're newer to like working out a lot, yeah, then yeah, you gotta be like really super hydrated. It sounds dumb, right? Like Christian, I'm over here like. I know how to work out and stuff, but I'd be doing things backwards. Mm. Like I eat bats. <laughs> eat bats. I don't know. You work out a lot, though. I work out a lot. So it's okay. And I, my job is literally on my feet. I'm a server. so That's what I'm saying. So I'm literally like, it's funny. There was one manager. He left. Uh, he left about like six months ago now. Five. He uh, went to go do like corporate. Mm. He came back. I'm like, for Embreeza? For Embreeza. No way. He's getting, bro, like, I'm, he's definitely getting paid a cool 70 to 80K. Oh, yeah. Easy. But uh, he came back the other day, and we're talking about the, because he, when he left, he was, he's a, he's a big guy. He's not mm. fat. He's more of a husky. Mm. But he is, like, around, like, 6'2", so mm. it doesn't look too bad on him. But he's always, like, trying to get healthy, and, like, he works out. But he's like, yeah, you look good, bro. Like, you looking good. And I'm like, yeah. to me, I'm just like, bro, I'm. I'm you don't feel good? I don't. F- I mean, I feel, like, normal, but. You don't feel like... I just feel normal. Like, I don't feel... Interesting. There are times after I work out, like, I get a pump. I'm like, dang. But, like, I feel just normal. I mean, to me, I'm small. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm... <laughs> bro. Oh, I got you. I got you. Lights turned off. Don't Lights got turned you. off. Where are they at? Dude, let's just hit the, hit, hit the button under the light. There's a rubber button under the light. Yeah, there you go. Lights that turned off in the studio, <laughs> but yeah, um, because like to me, I'm like five eight five nine, about one fifty. No way, you're five eight. Five eight five nine. Nah, you're like five nine. You're five ten. Five nine, okay. <laughs> five nine. I'm not the strongest guy, but I'm not the weakest guy. In the group, you're the the fittest guy. In the group. In the group, you're the fittest guy. I'm the fittest sure. guy in our group. Yeah. Right now. Right now. <laughs> We're going to catch up. We're going to. That's what I want, bro. Dude, but. Like, bro, like, shout out Fabian. Shout Fabian, out Fabian, dude. Fabian's out there. I can see hey, the hunger in his eyes dude, at the I gym. I never. I hope Fabian listens to this. Bro, I've known him for seven plus years. Yeah. Never. I think in the whole time there, he only worked out with me and Isaac and them for like, maybe like three times, bro. I remember him actually working out. Yeah, like bro. we hit the track over here by uh, the middle school by my house. Mm-hmm. We ran a mile. He ran the mile. He ran the mile. He did some pull ups and stuff. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I can tell, dude. Like when we're working out, I'm like, bro, he's working low key, like working out harder than me. Mm, yeah, because there's a lot of times where I work out, and I'm just like, so I'm just like, dude, I was supposed to work out today. I just went home. I'm just like, you didn't go to volleyball. I didn't go to volleyball because it was at five thirty. When did you get home? Got home at about 4.30, but then, like, I didn't know about the podcast. I didn't know if we were doing this podcast tonight. And then right. 
I literally got my bed. I'm like, bro, I'm so sleepy. Oh, yeah, you took a nap, huh? Yeah, because I went to bed late. Actually, went to bed late. Literally went to work late. Damn. <laughs> but dude. it's cool because manager's super cool. They're like, so I like supposed to be there at 930. I didn't get there till 10. Sheesh. But I text the manager and I got her coffee. I got her a cookie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the manager's like that. She's really, really cool. Yeah. Like, it's funny. She calls me her like little brother. No way. Yeah, it's really funny. But Dude. I kind of knew, like, as soon as she texts me, when she yeah. texts, she's like, where are you at? Like, I knew I was good. I'm like, all right. Just uh, bring her coffee. Uh, oh, yeah. We're straight. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, if you're doing a good job. Because I've never, right. I mean, I think out of the six, seven months I've been there, I've been late once, mm. twice, mm. and I've never called out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? They'll be all right. The thing with me, bro, like, I go, I've been going to work. That's good. Right on time. Ooh, that's perfect. That's but good. it's like right. You know what I mean? You might need to leave a little earlier. They tell me. They tell me oh, clocking at four. I'm there three fifty eight, three fifty nine, or right at four. Right at four. Might try to like, pull up at three fifty. Today I pulled up at three fifty though, because for some reason, it was I took it took me like seventeen minutes to get to work. Some reason it's a thirty minute drive, traffic, bro. <laughs> it's a thirty minute drive. It took me seventeen minutes to get Dude. to work. Like I feel like I teleported, bro. I know people say they have traffic where they live, but like, bro, when you're in Houston, traffic, dude. Traffic's, dude. I literally so guys before, uh, I got here, I picked up some tortas, <laughs> torta de pastor y fajita. Yeah, yeah. And dude, on the way back, I'm really jamming. Shout out Jason. He's put, dude. Literally, we went out. Jason from um church. Yeah, yeah. He literally like. So I'm going to get into that story later. But we after I went to church uh, last night. What do you mean, Jason? He sh- like shot him out because he literally gave me like 50 songs. Oh, I thought you were saying like he makes songs. Oh, no. Imagine. He, oh, dude. But we were eating and he's like, oh, you you want some like gospel music? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was like song after song. So I was bumping them in the car Swear. right now. And it's more like that gospel type of music. Yeah, yeah. I kid you not, dude. This lady, I this lady literally turns into my lane. I I was I I literally like I didn't tell you right now because I literally like forgot. We're now talking about traffic. It just mm-hmm. triggered my mind. She literally turns into my lane, and I'm bumping the music. So mm-hmm. like when I first see, I don't really like comprehend. And then I'm like, dude, she's still coming. <laughs> like she's still turning into she's my lane. Still so I had to freaking honk yeah. my horn, turn down the music. I'm like, no way. and then she like speeds up, like, you know, like, what? like she's mad at me because I'm in my, because I'm just going in my lane doing my own thing. It's and no then way. I keep watching her, and then she cuts in front of someone else. What? And I'm like, bro, on Fry Road, on Fry Road, right here. It's not even the highway. What's wrong with her? What is? Wrong? And I'm like, and that's what I was telling you. Like, imagine these people back in the Bible days, like riding horses. They're just like running over kids <laughs> in the street, just, just kicking people like dude, get out the way. Like, how do you have turning a lot? into lanes? Dude. How do you have who who gave you those keys? That's what I'm saying. I was who? I was driving to freaking to work uh, yesterday, bro, and and they were like, "Hey, coming at four. I was like, "All right, bet." I left at three three twenty five, mm. right? So I wanted to get there early, and then um. <clears throat> They uh, I'm going down bro- to Brookshire, mm-hmm. and it's just traffic, bro. Just it's tra- out of nowhere for no reason, <laughs> no reason whatsoever. 
And then I, I'm like, man, should, you know the shoulder lane? Like where yeah. you, if a couple's you over, you pull into that lane? Yeah, 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 yeah. So You're tempted. Tempted. So tempted, bro. Because it was 350 something. And I was still like seven minutes away. Oh, no. I was like, oh, it's my second. You might just have to start leaving an hour early. If I you might. get there early, maybe find like a little coffee shop around. Yeah. Go I'm, get a smoothie, maybe. I might just start doing that because like. It's it, it's dumb over there. They're doing construction. And just everything. leave it. If you have to work at four, leave at three, bro. Yeah. If you I get think. there, and if I get there early, this is just more pay. More, more pay, pay for me. At least you're not stressing. Yeah. Cause and, it, and like this, people listening, like I, I think most people, our listeners right now, are from Houston, or you know, Bible study and stuff. Yeah. But if there's anybody that like, hopefully people start listening more. But like, yeah. Houston is like, everything is really not that far. It's not like. My my GPS says twelve miles. Why is it taking me thirty six minutes, <laughs> bro? Why is it taking me that long to I go was, down the road? I was like, the freaking church. Mm-hmm. The GPS is like three miles. Hosanna. Yeah. No way. I run three miles in twenty one minutes, bro. <laughs> like I could run three miles in twenty one minutes. That that's the fastest I ever ran three miles. Yeah. But it takes you like it takes me twenty one minutes in car. In a car, <laughs> I'm going like forty five. For 50. real, that's what I'm saying. What Why is it so far away? It's like, not far away. It just feels far. I'm like, it's not far. It's not far at all. Like uh, Memorial. Yeah, Memorial. I think no, Katie Mills, bro. Katie Mills Mall is like twelve miles. I think it's not, not even that 12. far. Eight point something. Top 12. Golf is like 12, 13 miles. It takes me like six years to get there. <laughs> It takes forever. <laughs> For, it's because we don't know how to drive, bro. No, it's because there's too many people. Oh, my God, bro. I'll, right here, down the street, there's an intersection, right? <laughs> Four stop sign intersection. It's Why? not even lights. It's just stop sign. Right? Why, who put that there? I don't know. Dude. I need I need to call somebody, but... Four, uh, Are my, people just <laughs> looking at each other like, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> dude, no, literally, like, I was teaching my, my cousin how to, how to drive. How to drive. Uh, she's she came from Mexico around like 2017 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now probably probably a little earlier, like 2016. Okay. She came and she wanted to get her license and all that. So I was like, you know what? I'll teach you how to drive. All right. And at the time, I had my Chevy Cruze LT. Okay. Simple, you know, standard car. You know, it's nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Four cylinder. You know, you you know, you're the freaking 15 gallon gas tank, whatever. I don't even know how much it takes, but we're driving down that intersection. She's freaking going 50 something down the intersection. No way. And in my mind, like, I don't, I don't usually yell to people <laughs> when, when I'm teaching them something. Yeah. And I should have at this moment. Cause she said, she just do the right four-way? through the four way, bro. Oh, no. And in my like I saw it coming too cuz I was I was si- sitting in my passenger seat and she's going 40 bro and I'm like okay you're like okay she's going to stop soon she has to like a logical sensible person but she's new bro I know but if it says stop but maybe she can't read that <laughs> no she was she's <laughs> she can't read the word stop apparently she can bro Dude. or she didn't know how and I was just chilling, right? Yeah. Because I was like, this is something so logical. This is something so logical. This, there's no way that my cousin is going to run through this four-way stop sign. Like, not even one. There's there's four. four. There's four cars at this freaking stop sign. And she's just like, 
hit the nitrous. Freaking Paul Walker. Nasso, pull out, she pulled out the laptop and tuned her car. Paul Walker. And right through the freaking four-way, bro. And then, like, freaking my Finn, reaction. Finn dieseled it, bro. My reaction was so chill. Just like, just look at her. <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, uh. Don't do that. <laughs> Literally almost like that. I was like, hey, um. There was a stop sign. You should have stopped. Why? Why didn't you stop? There was a stop sign. She was like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know." I was like, "What?" what Maybe that's why. I caught, there's like, that's what I'm saying. There's like people driving on the street yeah, like that. Like, dude, it's so crazy. I'm like, how did you get a car? Who gave you those keys? Who gave you the keys, bro? Makes no sense. Makes no sense, bro. And um, but then now she's like living in. Where's she living in? Like the valley or something. I don't even know. She's, I'm going to pray she's, for the um, valley, bro. <laughs> pray for pray the for valley, now. dude. Watch out. My cousin's Watch out. over there. Cousin's out there running signs. For real. And um, I think she's low-key. What is she? Is she married? I don't even know. I don't know, dude. I don't even know if she's married, but she's dating some dude. Or she's either dating or married some guy. He's like an electrician. Wow. Super good guy. I never met him, but he's Hopefully the he knows how to look at stop signs. <laughs> he's making money. Making, making money. that money. And I mean, honestly, if she's happy, she's all right. I haven't talked to her in a while, so. <laughs> make sure she's alive, dude. <laughs> sure she's, she's alive. not running stop signs. die on the I way. have ran a couple of good stop signs oh in my life. God, but the four-way one? How how do you run that? I don't know how to. Yeah, like if you run that, that means you're in critical situation. In like, critical situation. Like your house is burning down, your kid's on fire. You know? <laughs> just your kid is <laughs> your kids yeah. on fire on the sidewalk yeah <laughs> something's happened right something i i got i remember when i got stopped by yeah. the cop over here yeah, yeah, yeah literally pulled into my driveway and the cop came into the driveway came into the driveway and uh he was like bro why'd you run the stop sign i was like oh, you were heated dude, bro. i was so mad because because you knew he was right i knew he was 50 percent right 50 percent. i knew he was 50 percent right like Cause I'm so used to, you know, doing the you go to the stop sign, you stop for like two seconds and or like one no second. No one's there. No one's there. Go, go. You know, like I think that's there's a lot of people do that. Like if I was a cop and I saw you do that, I would have been like, this is not worth my time. Literally not worth my. There's time. There's no cars there. There was no kids. No kids. No cars. Nothing. It was literally solo. And he comes. He stops me. He's like. Yeah, Yo, you ran that stop sign. And I, I gave him a little attitude at the beginning. You did? Bro, I thought we were going to get shot. I was like, all right, whatever. And I this gave him my... Dude, it's because I already, I already had a ticket on me. So I was like, oh, another ticket. I got to pay. Fugitive, bro. And so he stopped me. And, and then I was recording as well. And uh, I wanted to prove him wrong. I, I proved my, myself wrong. <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah, let me see. Like, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I was like, yo, what? I didn't stop at all. He was like, yeah, you think you could just pull in your driveway? I don't, ha- I can't give you a ticket? I was like, that should be the law. <laughs> Imagine oh. you just pull in your driveway, you're safe. You run over three people, you pull in your driveway. You pull in? <laughs> you're safe. Bro, I'm at my house. Dude. For, can't do anything. Can't do anything. Get off my property. Sheesh. No, I mean, I still have to pay some tickets for real. Mm. Still got to pay some tickets and stuff like that. So Paying off your debt, dude. Paying off my debt. I think I'm um keep the truck, bro. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna keep it. Um, if not, <laughs> <laughs> that freaking truck is like, dude, that truck is literally a nightmare. Literally, it's like carrying your cross, dude. 
Yes, that dude. truck is your it's cross. My cross every day. It's a reminder of like, yo, you need to work. <laughs> or if you don't work, you don't eat. You don't eat. You don't get. A, you don't get credit. That's like yeah. the most savage verse in the Bible. You I feel like. Well, the, uh, I think it's in. Dude, let's look it up real quick. It's in. Uh, I want to say Thessalonians. One of the Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even Timothy. If you don't work. You don't eat. You don't eat, bro. Literally. Let's see. What's up. And that's just like so savage because I think it's literally talking about like, yeah, you don't eat. You want to read it, bro? Yeah. Oh, give me a second. Because like it's a verse is like literally saying, you know, you don't work, you don't eat, bro. That's, it's straight up Second Thessalonians. Let me see it real quick. But it's also talking about this. Uh, you can go deeper. And it's also talking about like spirituality. You know, kind of like you reap what you sow. Like if you don't work, like you're not putting in the, you're not, you're not reading the Bible. You're not seeking God, you know, Mm. you're not work because, you know, we're supposed to be working. All right. It says right here, warning against idleness, idleness, idleness. I'm just going to read the whole freaking thing. Read it, bro. Dude, it says in, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you brothers and sisters to keep away. From every believer who is idle and disruptive and does not live according to the teaching you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without praying for it. On the contrary, we worked night and day, laboring and toiling so that, so that we would not be a burden to any of you. Oh, God, my bad. We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for your, for you to imitate. For even when we were with you, you gave us this rule. The one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. Don't eat, bro. And, bro, I feel like. And, like, bro, that's, so that's our generation. Literally, because, like. I want this. I want you're that. You're getting. So many people are getting help from. Government. Government. Which is okay. If you need help. If you need help, it's okay. Like, God knows you need help. Yeah. That's different. Uh, If people are receiving help from them, people are receiving help from either, like, their parents and things like that. But there has to be a point in your life where you're like, this is not going to be here every day. Like, this, I can't be dependent on other people's labors. Exactly, bro. That's why, like, Bro, like, God tells us to work, bro. Like, literally, right here, look at Proverbs 6. Uh, Proverbs 6, 6. Shout out Proverbs, bro. <laughs> been sma- it's been Prov. just smacking me. But here we go. Proverbs 6, 6. This is NLT. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Sheesh. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. Wow. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Oh, man. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Literally, dude. Proverbs that, is saying, like, dude, all, like, this is the thing with, like, Christians. It's saying wake up. This literally. is the thing with Christians. Yeah. Like, like, we talked about this pilot episode about the money. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we understand, like, the love of money is bad. Right. But, like, bro, if you have a family... 
Bro, you need to be going to work. You need to go to work. If you have a wife, you need to be providing for if your wife. If you have wife. a truck, you need to pay off. Go to work. Go to work. You got school. Go to work. Go to work. Yeah. And like you right now, you have school and you work. And I work. I have to work. And if it, I do not work, I cannot go to school. Bro, I don't even want to get like so political right now. Don't do it to him. <laughs> I'm on like there's some times where I'm scrolling through social media, right? Mm hmm. And there are these people who are like complaining about Shh. capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> They're complaining that They're, you know what blows my mind when people like people hate on America, and I'm like, if you hate America so bad, freaking leave, bro. That literally, because like if you are disrespecting and you're always bashing on America and you're talking about like, but yet you still take oh, that stimulus check. Switzerland is. That's Still what take, I'm saying. Yep. And they're like, oh, Switzerland's free. Canada's free. I'm like, oh, if you got a valid passport, no one's stopping you, bro. No one is stopping you're you. you're not helping. You're helping nobody. You're not helping anybody here with your complaints. You're it's not- sad that, you know, a lot of these immigrants that come over here, they may be illegal, mm-hmm. but they work a hundred times, times harder, harder than these people honest, here that bro, are just. I have absolutely no problem with illegal immigration. Yeah. If it's like a reasonable, like if obviously the whole point of uh, border security is to prevent sex trafficking. Sex trafficking, drug Here trafficking. Here in Houston is the biggest sex trafficking city yeah. ever, bro. So like from we're, we're right next to the border. Texas is right next to the border. It's literally the Mexicans that Some are Mexican. sex. And I'm a Mexican and I'm saying this. Yeah. yeah. Over there, bro, if there's kids that go missing. Yeah. Kids that go missing, and it's normal. Here, a lot of kids go missing too, right? Yeah. And yeah, oh my God, you know, let's make it a trend on social media or whatever, right? Mm. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, what's the solution, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you either have to have border security, a better screening process at the border, right? Yeah. And you figure it out like that, because I have no problem with a kid coming over here and get a better life. Yeah. That's my brother. That's my sister. Yeah. That's literally David. Your dad. My dad. Yeah. David Dobrik's on DACA. Everybody loves him. Yeah. You know, like. This is the thing, like, that's the whole thing with Trump. You know, Trump, they said, you know, he's racist, all this stuff. I'm like, dude, first of all, his wife is, like, freaking not white. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, just how you said, the majority of sex trafficking, drugs, gang members, where, what is it, bro? Is it Chinese? It's Mexicans, bro. It's the Mexicans. I'm a Mexican. I go to Mexico. Yeah. And people are always hyping up Mexico for some reason. Bro, you go over there I'm and like, you get yeah, stabbed the, with a bottle, bro. The city is like, people are like, oh my God, look how beautiful it is. Houston is beautiful. LA is beautiful. Mm. You go deep in a city, 10,000 people on the street. Demons. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, if Mexico is, because I, I visit Mexico. Yeah. I go with my family, whatever. And we go to my grandma's house. Yeah. Right across the street, cartel. Cartel, bro. We can't normal. Even, normal. Can't even go outside, bro. Can't even. I can't say. I can't go outside with my sister and be like, "Hey, yo, Karina, what you doing?" In English, because then they would come in like take us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to talk Spanish. I have to talk Spanish or not talk at all, because even my Spanish doesn't sound Spanish at some yeah. points. You know? Yeah, sounds like you're. So yeah, you have you have people come if people are coming over the border to receive. Better life, better job, and better opportunity. Yeah. All right. 
I'm awesome. That's cool. There's a lot of jobs here, right? But if uh, but we also has to have a keep a conscious as a who are you as letting a in government? Who am I letting in? Yeah, because like, dude, literally, like, okay, going back to the Trump thing. Say what you want. Like, I know he says he said a lot of stupid things. Oh, for sure. Said a lot of inappropriate jokes. Mm-hmm. But like, the one thing that I did like was the border control thing. Right. Like, okay. bro, you can't just look at other. Bro, is like, isn't it hard to be like a citizen of Mexico? Hard to be a citizen of Mexico. Like, like they don't just. It's weird. Like you, these other countries, it takes for like. It's the same thing over. There. I don't know why everyone's hyping up America with that whole thing. Like, every, it's the I feel same like. Every place is like they're not just gonna let you move in. No, like if I want to get my citizenship of Mexico, my Mexican citizenship, yeah, it's gonna take years, bro. Yeah, it's not. It's not just like oh, go to the freaking go VPS. to the go get a stamp on your forehead. Yeah, <laughs> go to Walmart. And get it's a crazy because like I've talked to people and you know I'm just gonna say it's the Democrats, the okay. left wing. They want let people over, let people over. But like, bro, if you want people over so bad, let those people go sleep in your house. That's what I'm saying. But, Even, but no, you just keep what what is it called? Like, I think it's in New York and California. Um, where else? They have like literally, bro, little cities. Yeah. Full like it's like a little city full of illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And just people on the street. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, you want all these people to come you want to let all these people in. That's what happens. But then look what you just created. Yeah, because you can't, because uh, there's some people who are so far out, bro. They're like, no borders at all. <laughs> like, just let them in. Like, abolish ice. Like, what? What? This is my thing, dude. They're, they're so, they're so, abolish ice, abolish this, kids in cages, whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, Trump is bad. Honestly, I agree with the whole, like, okay, if I if Trump kept the kids in cages, <laughs> it sounds harsh. It sounds horrible, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, according to law, if I, if you, if your family, let's say my family comes mm-hmm. over here illegally, yeah. Let's say my uncle and his daughters come here illegally. My uncle is above the age of twenty-one. I think that's like eighteen. Yeah, is when they put you in jail. Eighteen. The daughters are like freaking ten years old. Yeah. If he comes here illegally and they arrest him because it's a violation yeah. of it, like it's literally written in law that it's illegal yeah. to cross without without a passport, without a visa, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you cross with a visa, with a passport, fine, okay, you did it illegally, right? You did it illegally. But if you're crossing, like literally jumping the fence and going through it and you get stopped by ICE... There's you can't complain at that you can't point. Can't do anything. You can't complain. You knew what you were getting into, right? So they come and they take you. They're gonna take the daughter, ma- the the daughters away from the uncle, be, away from their dad because they they're not about to put ten year old kids in prison with in men. prison <laughs> with a with and with their dad grown ups with grown ups. Like it doesn't make sense, and that's why people need to think like, if I'm crossing with my family. And I get caught, I'm going to be separated from my kids, you know? And then later on, obviously, you're going to be sent back with your kids, obviously. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, they're not just about to separate you for life. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, yeah. If, if they're coming, Trump, 
and Biden. Biden puts kids in cages. No one trips, right? No one cares. Trump put kids in cages. Also, and didn't trips. Obama the one that ended, who Ob- started it? Obama put kids in cages. He literally started it. I mean, like everybody didn't care, right? No so one cared. It's like it, it's becoming a trend to pick and choose now. Yeah, right? my thing is like with the immigrants. If you, but I don't know how they're gonna do this. Like, if you can come over here and show me that you're working, and you're not, they do that. They do. Okay, and you're not selling drugs. Mm-hmm. You're not freaking killing and raping people. You're contributing to the society. You can stay yeah. here. You can stay yeah. here. My neighbors, um, he was my first boss. Mm-hmm. And he had told me, I was, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Uh, he said, I crossed illegally. Right? Yeah. But I, I got to stay here because I was working. Right. They, you get lawyers who literally advocate for you why can't and give like you a work na- why can't these people be like your neighbor and he's been here for like 15 plus years and he's working and he's not a criminal like you know what i mean yeah if he were to somehow commit murder or you know she gotta go you know tax fraud or something they're gonna deport him yeah they're, they're gonna deport him Un- until he gets his citizenship he still gonna, doesn't have it he still ha- doesn't have it that's that's my thing and i asked him why he said, he said it's expensive and what, what does he say? It was expensive and that he didn't quote unquote have time. Right. Mm. And to be honest, I don't know much about all that. Right. Yeah. My, my sister, she got her citizenship through marriage because mm. she married a U.S. US citizen. Mm. My brother, my brother, get his, I don't even think my brother has a citizenship. Bro. No way right now. He's Let's a not say your family's names. He's a resident. He's a resident. He doesn't have his citizenship, but he's a resident, so he could. It's mm. not illegal for him to be here. Mm. That's but weird how that works, huh? There's w- so many ways to stay here. You know, so many mean? ways. Just don't kill people. <laughs> don't sell not drugs. even that, but there's some. Yeah, there's like, there's so many things that um, that so many opportunities, right? Yeah. For example, like my dad, and he did construction for a long time. Mm-hmm. A lot of his workers were illegal, and there's two of them. Like they've been here for like twenty something years. Mm-hmm. They have ki- like they have kids, families, mm-hmm. their kids go to school. Like yeah, bro, they literally go to construction. They they do their job. They're masons, keep their nose down, and they and they've been here for like twenty plus years. There like, has to be no one. They're not putting themselves on the grid to get deported. Yeah, and and the government, know, like for example, bro, this lady when I was working at Wingstop, I would go and feed the homeless after work because yeah. they would just throw wings away. Yeah. So I was going and I went with my boy Manny. Shout out Manny. I don't think he's hearing this, but I go dude just disappeared. I don't even know where really? he, I don't even know where he's at. Yeah. Dang. He just didn't show up to work one day and never saw him again. Dang. But uh I used to go feed the homeless with him. Mm-hmm. We would drop a basket of wings like around eleven thirty, eleven fifty. Because I mean we knew no one was gonna come in. We just drop them just in case. Yeah. And then we'll quote unquote throw them throw them away. Uh huh. But we'll put them, like, in a separate bag, like a clean bag. Yeah. And then at the end of the shift, when we close up, we put them in boxes and send them out, right? Yeah. We'll drive to downtown, feed the homeless, give them, you know, whatever, sauces, chicken wings, fries, all that. Because, I mean, it was going to go to waste either way. Yeah. And um, we had finished that one one night. I think it was, like, a Monday. 
and we're, we're driving back home. Like, we're still in downtown. We're, mm-hmm. like, turning the corners and stuff. And we see this lady with two, two of her daughters. And I'm like, it's 1 a.m. And it's, it's dark. Yeah. 1 a.m. And we, in, we have already seen, like, five people, five homeless guys on drugs, like, straight-up drugs. Why is this lady with her two little daughters in the street? So I'm like, yo, Manny, I'm going to pull over real quick. So I pull over. I'm like, hey, I mean, what what's going on? Like, you know, what what's happening? She's like, oh, I just came. Uh, I just got off the bus, and I'm waiting for my family. I'm like, like what? Mm. I'm like, okay. Uh, do you have a number you could call? And she goes, yeah, yeah. So she had a paper out, and it had her like her brother's number or something. And I was like, all right, let's dial your brother. I dialed the phone. His her brother dead asleep, bro. He wakes up. He, he's like, "Yo, what's going on?" You know, I'm like, "Hey, uh, your sister's literally in downtown, middle of the night, here waiting for you. Where you at?" He's like, "Oh, I forgot. What? what? How are you gonna forget about this woman just strolling through downtown, middle of the night with kids?" Kids and kids and luggage and all that, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot, I forgot." I'm like, I tell him straight up, like, "Bro, you better come right now." I'm gonna beat you. How ass. far are you? <laughs> he's like, 20 minutes." Yeah, I'm like, "All right." I just can't comprehend that. And I ask her, "This is this is where I'm getting to my point." I ask her, "I'm like, uh, what? So why? Because uh, her luggage was wet. I'm like, why is your luggage wet?" She's like, "Oh, a few hours ago, I." Uh, I had to cross the river. Uh, I'm like, oh, I see what's going on now. Because I was mm. speaking to her in Spanish and all that, right? Okay, and so maybe the guy, the brother was like, cut him some slack maybe? Yeah. Maybe he didn't know like the time. And No, she told me that he knew. Okay, never mind. Yeah. And Go so, back. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, yeah, I was across the river and got on the bus and then I just came here because apparently I'm getting a job offer here because her sister, her family is like basically hooking her up for life, right? Job, place to stay, you know what I mean? That's so crazy. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting, you know, and I was being really nice to her and then she's like, do you know where the, what did she say? It was like some government facility mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I don't, I'm not sure, but, you know, I can look it up. I looked it up and I told her, oh, it's just down the street right here. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, I need to go tomorrow so I could tell, I could tell the, the government or the local government that I'm here. Okay. So she's not, like, hiding away from, from, you know, police or whatever. Yeah. She's straight up saying, like, hey, I crossed the border. <laughs> Help me. Help me figure something out for my life. And that's when I was thinking, that's when my perspective changed. I was like, there's literally people who are crossing for help. Yeah. And they're straight up telling the government, like, hey, I'm here. Give me a work visa or something. I want to work. I want to work. I want to. I'll freaking mop the floor. I don't care. And I think that's what my neighbor did. He crossed and he was like, hey, I I need a work visa. I I need to stay here. I'm, I'm looking for a better opportunity. Let me stay. Now he's been here for 15 years. That lady, I never seen her again, but that was about three years ago. She might still be here working. Hopefully she's working. Hopefully she's working, right? And not doing anything weird, right? Yeah. But that's the thing, like, 
you know, there's opportunity here in, in the States. And you can't just, like the Bible verse says, bro, if you don't work, you ain't eating, you ain't eating bro. You're not going to eat It's like all. Proverbs 6, bro. Yeah. Look at the ants, bro. They stay working. They stay working, bro. I've like, never seen an ant sleep. <laughs> <laughs> never, bro. Never saw an ant sleep in it's my like, life. You know, you know, I know we're guilty. All of us are guilty at times. We get lazy and stuff. But, like, I would say, bro, like, I would say, I, w- I would go, I w- I'm, com- I'm confident to go out on a branch and say, like, I'm a hard worker. Dude, I agree with you. Like, is I there times I don't want to go to work? Yeah. Yeah. Is there times I'm tired at work? Yeah, we're humans. Yeah. But, like, I know, bro, my schedule says I got to go to work. Go to work. I got to go to work, dude. I got I yeah. got to help with bills at the house. I got to mm-hmm. pay the car. I got to pay the school. I got to, and I feel like that's also God, like, uh, grooming me, you know? To being a man. Yeah. You know, because how are you going to be a man, bro? And like. Sit on the you couch. You do nothing. Do anything. Yeah, bro. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm becoming that. Dude, I'm, tw- well, I'll be 24 in a couple weeks. Couple? Not, isn't it next week? Tw- well. Oh, the 26th, huh? 26th. Yeah. About a couple of weeks. Yeah. Two, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. 13 um, days. Well, it's the 24th is the actual day. Oh, but okay. Because who wants to do the birthday at Wednesday night? <laughs> no one wants to do that. No one wants to do that. Um, yeah. But it's like, even me, it's like, I'm still learning like to become a man. Yeah, you're getting older. Getting older, like realizing things. And it's crazy, bro, because like. Especially when it comes to like relationships too. You're old. Not You're not even old. You're older. Yeah, I'm older. You're literally older than Rodrigo. And Rodrigo is old. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like Rodrigo's an old head, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he I see him I see him as older than you. Yeah. But you're older. Yeah. You're just young mind like you're young hearted, dude. Yeah. I feel dude, honestly you're like You're a kid, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, a you, kid. And and in, in a good way. Yeah. You know? Like if I ever have kids, Lord willing. Yeah. My my young kids are gonna be like Super bro, kids. Is my dad. <laughs> 12? <laughs> like, I'm gonna be pass me the controller soon. For real. Playing with them and yeah. all that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you're older, you're learning and stuff, and I'm learning too, because yeah. hard work pays off. I thought you were old because of, like, how, like, with the podcast, the shirts. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm like, he's at least, like, 22. Nah, dude. A lot of Turns people, out he's in Pampers still. I'm in Pampers, <laughs> dude. I'm still crawling. He's still doing cacas in his pants. <laughs> No, a lot of people have told me that, and I don't understand why. Because I see myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I'm a 19 year old. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's like people come in, especially when like, it's when, not the looks though; it's the way you act. Really? Yeah. And that's a, that's the thing. Like, I'm doing all this right, yeah. but I still in my mind, I'm like, man, I need to work harder. Work harder. I need to work harder, bro. Because <laughs> I I find myself uh, complaining about. Oh, I don't get enough sleep. But then I look back uh, last night, uh-huh. and I'm like, okay, but I was watching YouTube videos all night. So three in the morning. How productive is that? Nothing. You could have actually worked out. Could have worked <laughs> out, you know, yeah. done something else, or just go to sleep go and wake up sleep, early. Wake up early. Yeah, and it's like uh, I was unemployed for what three months, and I was struggling. But struggling. It's like I picked it. I you, picked up the struggle. Yeah, I yeah. It's something that I chose. We have consequences. Exactly. For actions. So that's why when we read um, Proverbs, 
says that poverty will pounce on you like a bandit, bro. Because you're sleeping. Because you're sleeping. Because you're lazy. You're lacking. You're yeah. lacking. You're slacking. You're lacking, bro. And um, my mom has hit me up. My mom always helps me out. My parents always help me out. You know, they're always they're awesome. They help me out because they want to see me work, right? Yeah. And so I was telling her, I was like, Mom, I need I need a job. I need a job fast. Like I need to get one. I applied to H E B. I went I even went to Embreza. I applied to uh Home Depot. Like all these jobs, bro. I even called Toyota for a job. And they were all like H E B was like, nah. H E B dude, don't feel bad about H E B. Home Depot, I like they were they were gonna hire me, but they were like, Well, it's gonna take about like four to five days. For you to get into system, and then probably another week for you to get an interview. God, you know dang. what I mean. So it's like, okay, that's only two weeks, basically. Yeah. And Toyota will, it's either sell cars, right, and possibly make money. You know. Yeah. Because I think I don't know how they do it. Over there. I don't know if they're on the hour hour or just straight up commission. Yeah. But I, I'm like, mom, I need a job, and she's like, you know what? The dude that does our financing for the mortgaging or whatever, or for the loans, he he manages some cricket and ATT stores. And he hooked you up. Straight up hooked me up. Bro, I texted him on Sunday, knowing that he wouldn't text me back because it's Sunday, right? Sunday. It's with the familia. And on Monday, he texted me. He's like, hey, bro, yeah, come in. Come in, do an interview real quick. Can you come in at three? I'm like, say less. Yeah. Get dressed up, put on my fancy shoes, whatever. Fancy pants. Bro, I I drove stuff better than the whole staff there, right? And I'm like, all right, let's go. And then, you know, get an interview. It wasn't even an interview, bro. It was not even an interview. It was like this right now. Just talking for for hours. Tell him to get on the podcast. And I told him about the podcast. And I I when I look at it, I look at an interview as a business deal. Yeah. I'm the product that you're trying to buy. Yeah. So buy my soul. Yeah, literally buy me. <laughs> you know? I am your servant. Because they're paying me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're paying me. So uh, I was telling him, I was like, yo, I'm good at selling. I love talking, this and that, you know. And he was asking me, what do you do? What do you do? And I was like, lately I've been unemployed, but I've been pushing my, my projects. Oh, what projects you got? I was like, you know, Holy Revival is a team. Started with me, but now we expanded to four people or five. Yeah. And, and and we're doing podcasting. We're trying to do some clothes. You know, clothes is kind of weird right now, but yeah, we're trying to do it. And I told him, like, I'll be editing this and that, you know. And it's like, I'm talking about all this stuff. I'm like, man, it sounds like I put in a lot of work. <laughs> You're like, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired just talking about I'm it. I'm tired of talking about it, right? And, um, he he's probably the perfect boss right now. Yeah. I, I know I just barely met him, but he's pushing for the hard work. He's pushing and he's motivating. Yeah. He's like me duplicated into a person who's successful. <laughs> you know, what successful I mean? Lewis. It's like me in three years. You know. Yeah. This guy runs two things, right? Which is actually technically you could do three, but I, he focuses on two, which is financing. And then cricket, right? Cricket, AT and T services. Yeah, 
So he's selling for Cricket AT&T and he's financing loans for people who are trying to buy houses, trying to buy something, whatever, right? And he makes, he told me he makes at least $12,000 a month. God dang. Which is what? 3K a week, right? And he lives here, bro, in Katy. That's more than enough. That's mucho enough. And um, I'm like, I'm like, okay, now that I got a job, it's one of those jobs where you have to sell. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, like my mom, it's funny. Like, I, I got in this mindset when I first became a Christian. Like, I don't care about money. Blah, 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 mm. But then my mom's all like. You need it. I understand that. But, like, money makes the world go around. I'm sorry. Like, bro, you want a car? Gotta have money. Or no one's gonna. You want a house? Gotta have money. You wanna take your girl, your wife on a date? Gotta have money. You gotta have some type of money. I'm sorry, bro. If you have a wife, if you even thinking about listen, if you even thinking about dating, bro. If you don't, this is me, bro. (laughs) If I don't have five hundred in the bank to a K in the bank, to K, five hundred to one K in the bank, like not available. I'm just. Why am I going to take someone? I'm not, I'm not saying I'm dropping 500 on a girl. No. But man. I'm just saying, like, I would like to be able to take a girl out on a nice date. Yeah. And if I spend 100 or if we spend 80 and I leave, like, $25 tip, $20 tip, yeah. it shouldn't, the date, basically I'm saying, like, your date with your girl shouldn't, shouldn't put, break put you. you. Yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't break, break you. you down. Yeah. Shouldn't, so, like, and, and that's, that's the same thing with, like, grooming, like, God's grooming you to becoming a man because how are you going to have a wife and kids, bro? Right. In a house. And right. like, you don't like to work. Right. Like, no, I don't care. Like, sense. when it comes down to it, bro, like, no no girl is going to want to no, marry. Yeah. No, no one wants to marry a lazy person. And, yeah. And it's not even like, oh, girls only want rich guys. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's only girls want a hardworking, a hardworking man. Look will, at the Bible. It literally says the man is the head of the house. Yeah. Does that not? Does that mean that my wife can can't make more than me? My wife can make more than me, a and million I'll be, dollars more. She can make all the money, but yeah. at the same time, I still gotta contribute. You have to contribute to a point where it's like you are somewhat responsible for the decisions that are being made. <laughs> exactly. You know, because you know, uh, for example, my dad, mm-hmm. he makes most of the money in the household, right? Yeah. My mom can top him off. My mom can surpass him. She could. Level up real quick. Yeah, and she could level up if she want if she put more effort into like selling Listen. selling life insurance and maybe Haircut. haircuts. Right. Yeah. She gets her steady income from being an AT at school, an assistant teacher. No way. So the haircuts is a bonus. Yeah. And the life insurance, it's another little bonus, right? Yeah. She can make a hundred, probably like ten times more than my dad if she took a year of just focusing on life insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that, oh, now mo- my mom gets to make all the decisions of the house. Right. Because yeah. my dad still has a saying, like, okay, when are we going to refinance the house? Yeah. What should we buy? Yeah. You know, should we really get a new car for this guy, for yeah. Caesar, for Karina or whatever? Right. My siblings, oh, should we really like take out this loan to do this? Yeah. Right. Because they always like to remodel and whatever. Right. Like they build a shed in the backyard. Yeah. You know, they always like to do those stuff, but it's always like a decision-making process between you and your partner. Yeah. But let's say I'm lazy as heck. Like, you can be the, 
You could be a dime, bro. Yeah. You could be looking like an angel. Angel. And eventually your girl or your wife is just going to be like, it's going to get tired of it. Yeah. Like, what does your husband do? Nothing. He just sits at home. Or what is your, oh, my husband runs a podcast. He runs a clothing company and he uh, does finance. And he's involved in the uh, youth pastor. He's like youth kids at the church. Wow. He's so like, yeah, bro. Like, don't you want to be honorable? Exactly. Look at Proverbs, bro. Dude. Oh my God, bro. You literally putting everything right now on the table. Cause like, because so many people who don't even care, dude, because like, look at the Bible, bro. Like literally Solomon's like, I want to be the wisest, but for what reason? He's like, I want to be the wisest so I can judge your people correctly. Mm. And then, then God's like, you know what? Since you asked for wisdom for the for the right things, he literally says, like, I will make you rich, the richest, the yeah. wisest. And then look at Abram in, the gen- in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Abram and Lot, they're, like, so rich, bro. Mm-hmm. So rich. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they, the Christians especially, yeah. is like, I don't like to talk about money. No, because this is the thing, bro. Freaking, for example, Solomon, right? Hold yeah, on. Solomon, yeah. Proverbs. Asked for wisdom, right? Yeah. Meaning that God understood. Well, he he understands everything. Right? <laughs> he's like, God. Yeah. He's God. So God understood that this guy is freaking wise already. Like he's already He's already asking for wisdom. He's asking for wisdom. That's probably the wisest thing the he wisest is. thing he could say right now. Yeah. So therefore at, bless him up. Bless him up. But that doesn't mean that because he notice this. He didn't in his mind subconsciously think if I ask for wisdom, wisdom I'm going to get rich. Yeah. He never thought that. So we, you can't go to church be like. You can't go to God for a lottery ticket. Exactly. Yeah. It's either you can't be like, well, if I ask God, you know, if I get closer to God or, you know, read my Bible more. I'll receive blessings. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. God has to see your heart. Exactly. So if you're genuinely seeking God. And you're genuinely reading your Bible for the pure purpose, purpose of loving Jesus, of loving Jesus, getting to know Jesus more, and understanding how to live a lifestyle that, uh, according to Him, that pleases Him. Then possibly, not even possibly, then God will see like, I need to build some type of impact around Him. You know? Yeah. Who? Yeah. There has to. This guy is right, a vessel. It's a vessel for me to work with. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Chris is reading his Bible. Chris is. Oh, Chris just got baptized. Chris. Is, mm. Oh, Chris is doing all this. Yeah. Let me use this guy. Yeah. Because he's waiting on other people to be like that, right? Basically. Oh, you know, Louis, you need to you need to open up that Bible more, bro. I'm gonna give you some time oh. to open it up because I want to use you full extent, full potential. I want to use you, bro. Yeah. And he's using me, right? Yeah. But I could be because God could use you. Whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. How I'm, he not, wants. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not putting a limitation on God. Yeah. God can use you whenever he wants. However, if you are genuinely seeking him, opening up your Bible, you know, praying, things like that, and not doing crazy things or whatever, you're going to reach a full potential. You're going to see doors open up. You're going to see more doors open up. You're going to see a bigger, bigger reach, a bigger, like, a spectrum, be- like, effectivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just like that. Like, for example, you just got baptized. 
Bro, don't Dude, even, I'm getting hey, hyped right now, hey, bro. Talk about it, bro. Talk about it. Oh, talk okay. about your baptism because, I mean, you're, you're on this journey, dude. Oh. <laughs> dude, like, this is so crazy. So, last night, uh, I was going to go to the gym. Yeah, it was last night, yeah. Yeah, I was going to go to the gym, and it was like, well, when, first about about the shoes. Okay. Shout oh, yeah. out WSS Highway 6. It's like a shoe. Dude, clip. I need to go there. I bought some Vans, $30, bro. What do you see there? Actually, like, like, but you like there? No, you can go on. You can buy some legit, like, legit. some sick, like, sick. I know this is gonna sound weird, like Pumas, Ooh, like no, nice Pumas suede Pumas. Pumas I don't nice. know the exact name or you know version. Mm-hmm. Sick Adidas, sick Nikes, like right. they're they're nice, you know. A lot of Reebok too. Oh, okay. And but I was like, I don't really feel like dropping eighty five dollars. <laughs> Yeah. I could do it, but like it's like you said, we have consequences. Exactly. You gotta so be I went to the clearance. I'm like looking around. I'm like, bro, these are so clean right here. Right. And Did you get like vans, right? Yeah, bro. Look at them. Can you see them? Thirty dollars. They're like red and uh, red and brown. They're like maroonish. Maroonish. Yeah. yeah. So I, I cop them, and then um, then I go, and it was like a free day almost. It was literally a free day. Yeah, you were just chilling. Just chill, driving. I'm just looking at the sky. I'm like, bro, like it's so beautiful outside. Yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, like, I did all my schoolwork. And that that day, bro, it's so crazy. Like, that morning, mm. I did read a lot. I read uh, up to, like, John 3. I read two chapters in Genesis. I read a Proverbs. And I was just going in, bro. And mm-hmm. then, you know, after in the morning, I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm good. Like, I read today. I prayed. And I know you can always do more. Always, yeah. Always. But, like, I wasn't feeling convicted. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we're feeling convicted, like, dang, I didn't read nothing. I didn't even look at my Bible app. Right, but you felt fulfilled. I was like, yeah, like, spirit was, like, happy. All right. So then I bought the shoe. Fast forward, go buy the shoes. Um, and then I go home, and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, I guess I'm just going to go work out. Like, okay. there's nothing else to do. Right. Literally, I could go play the game, but, like, what's that going to do for me? Exactly. And then Moses was like, bro, we're going to this church, like, 630. Or seven, I think. I think mm. it was six thirty, and I'm like, bro, I literally got to the gas station, bought a bang, literally in my gym clothes. I'm like, but I got that message pretty quick, like on the dot. So I'm like, I could easily go home and just put my jeans back on. You haven't sweated. I you haven't, haven't sweated. sweated nothing. nothing. I'm like, I was just sitting there, and I'm like, something told me, bro, go. And I'm like, all right, I I can always work out another day. Yeah, yeah. So I go, yeah. dude. Literally pull up. I see Moses. Shout out Moses. Literally, this dude's changing his pants in the parking lot. Oh my god! In the back, he's like, make sure no one's looking. Oh my god! Because uh, he just got off work. All right. So we go in there. We um, and it's a Pentecostal church. Where was this, bro? It's on Barker Cypress. It's called Pentecostals of West Houston. Oh yeah, yeah, Genesis, yeah, uh, yeah. And um, so I go there. They start talking. So, bro, this last two or three months, I've been like. You know, like I've been talking about like getting rebaptized, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and because I got baptized when I was fifteen, but bro, I I can tell you, like I you can't put a limitation on God, All right? Like we said, but me, I can comp for how I feel. If I would have died when I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, I think I would have went straight to hell. For real, because he would have said, "Depart from me." You know, yeah, you got baptized. Like, you never even prayed to me, bro. You never repented. You didn't do anything. You never told anyone about the Bible. You never did, you know? And, um... Basically, like, 
basically useless. Useless, yeah. yeah. So basically, you know, I've been reading more, praying more, and I'm like, I started doing research, and I'm like, mm-hmm. why is everyone in the book of Acts getting baptized in the name of Jesus? Right. Because Jesus says, go baptize in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let me let me see if I can pull up that verse, though. And, um, yeah, while I'm talking, you pull it up. Yeah, but yeah. basically, so I'm like, bro, why is, like, for a while, I thought maybe it's the enemy trying to, like, get at me to say, like, you need to get baptized. Like, oh, you see, you need to get baptized. Like, oh, you need to get baptized again. Yeah. Because, like, the whole time, I'm like, I know I have the Holy Spirit. Like, I have convictions. I know what's right, what's wrong. Right. Um, You know, I have a good relationship with the Father. And, but then, like, I started talking to people, bro. Like, literally, I went to work, right? I met this chick. Super chick. Super chick. <laughs> super cool chick. Turns out she's a Christian. And then she's like, yeah, I recently got ba- rebaptized. And I'm like, in my mind, I told her, I'm like, dude, I've been thinking about doing it. And, like, people keep telling me. And I keep reading about, like, in Acts. And for some reason, God keeps putting me back to Acts over and over. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, bro, that's so weird. And that was about three days before I got baptized. Or three or four days before that I got gr- baptized. That, that, that chick told me that. That chick told you that. So then I pull up, getting sidetracked, but, like, I, uh, so back at the church, pull up. They do a little, like, uh, youth group thing. A little, We kind of do, like, a little game thing. Like we do games and stuff, and then we talk about yeah. And dude, it's funny because we read a we read Acts <laughs> there, <laughs> and think- I'm like, why do why is Acts keep coming at me, bro? And um, so then at the very end, I go and talk to the guy. His name is Eric. Shout out Eric. Yeah. Uh, at the at that church, and I start talking to him, and I'm basically telling him what I think, telling my little journey, my little story, how I told you, and he's like. You sound conflicted. Like you sound like you want to get baptized, and I'm like, I I really do want to get baptized. And I was like, I just looked at him. I'm like, I think I want to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Yeah, and and he's like, you want to do it right now? And I'm like, you can do it right now. He's like, yeah, we can. We could do it. Right. He's like, I'm 99 percent sure. I'm like, no way. Yeah. He leaves the room, and I'm just sitting there praying, bro. I'm like, please God, please God. And he comes up to me. He's like, all right, we're gonna go do it. And I'm like, Jeez. literally, bro. I started getting like nervous. Like I'm about to go do like a, like I'm about to go do a recital or something. (laughs) And the whole time I was kind of feeling a little like, should I really be doing this? Mm. But then like the Holy Spirit was like, do it. Do it, bro. Don't be scared. Do it. Literally do it, bro. So we go over there and it's a little, I never been in this church. Right. It's a little like, a little weird maybe kind of, I put this gown on. I and saw, then, yeah. Yeah, and then, but I start talking to them, and, like, literally, like, this, like, the Holy Spirit, bro, lets you know when the atmosphere is good. And you feel peace. I felt, like, the people are loving, peaceful. Mm-hmm. I was talking to the guy that baptized me, before he baptized me, I was talking to his son. Mm. Like, his son's just running around <laughs> in the changing room for some reason. <laughs> and he's like, get out of here. Like, it's like, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> then I go to the tank. Mm-hmm. Shout out Jonathan. Um, there's a guy named Jonathan. He got baptized too. Mm. And then I went out there and everyone's there. I was like, whoa, this is crazy wow, right now. Dude. So then I, it's my turn. I go in there and he's like, are you ready? And I'm such a clown. I looking back, I'm like, yes, sir. I literally <laughs> told him like, yes, sir. <laughs> then it got serious, bro. Like he started praying and I started praying, dude. And literally like, this is, this is my prayer to God. I'm like, God, I'm not doing this. To be saved. I know I'm saved. Like, I'm mm. doing this because I just want to please you. Right. 
like literally the Holy Spirit is like just wants to do what it wants to do, bro. It wants to do, yeah. And because like look at Acts, they receive the Holy Spirit, then they get baptized. Yeah. And I probably received the Holy Spirit around like six, seven months ago. Mm. And um, so as I kept reading Acts, I'm like, maybe I need to get rebaptized, you know? But um, dude, it was crazy. Like when I got baptized, dude, literally I was sitting there in the tank praying. I don't even know what he was. I could hear him praying over mm. me. And then right when he said like, I baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, I went under. But right before I went under, bro, I was like, the Holy Spirit, I was really like vibrating, bro. And I was like getting teary-eyed already. And I talked to the guy that baptized me after. And he's like, literally, I could feel the spirit was like on us. Like both of us. That's so like, like, that's I, was, what, like yeah. I was telling you, like, yeah. he, like the pastor is like a channel. Yeah. And because God, how do we say omniscience? Uh, omnipresent. Omni- like, yeah, I have the Holy Spirit, but he has the Holy Spirit too. And it's like the Holy Spirit is just there. And because my Holy, because, oh, I have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But the same, we have the same Holy Spirit. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit works differently because we're different vessels. Yeah. But at the same, he baptized. It's like our Holy Spirits were like combined. Does that make sense? Yeah. They they were. It was like one. (laughs) It was so crazy, bro. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, because we're the body of Christ. And that's, that's what I was telling you on the phone. I was like, that's why it's so important to whoever who is doing the baptism. To also be filled with. genuinely just with the Holy Spirit, just with the pure heart. Because there's some people, I told you this, I was like, some people are baptizing for the cool of it. Mm. I'm like, are you going to baptize someone just to you, so just so people can see you do it? You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. Literally, like, people get baptized in secret. What? It doesn't matter. Like, a couple witnesses, that's it. Yeah. And it's pure. Because, yeah, it's pure. You know, some people want to make it a show. So, this you know? is what's crazy is when he told me, like, when we went up there, I was like, there was just literally four people me, Jonathan. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. in my mind, I was, in my mind, I was kind of saying, like, I kind of wish some people were here to see us. Yeah. But then I just kept my mouth shut. Like, the whole, like I said, like you said, the Holy Spirit was like, bro, why do you care? Yeah. Just do it. Literally, I go up there, there's like 40 people, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> God, God, it's like God was telling me, like, look, like, and uh, I think like at least five hundred people saw you get baptized. You're you're all over social media. You're lying. Yeah, like for example, like Joanna, she posted you. Jalissa posted you. They got like over two thousand followers. God dang. You know, combined or whatever. I don't care. And but dude, I came. Did you see when I screamed? Yeah, bro. I literally came out. I'm like, yes, you are. Like, yeah, dude. Like, and and what's crazy is. I went home that night and I, I could feel it. Like right now I'm just talking about, it. I feel it, bro. Mm-hmm. And cause usually when I worship and pray in my room, bro, I'll be like crying. Yeah. And a lot of it is cause like I'm sad cause of my sinful nature. But then I like rejoice because I know Jesus loves us. Mm-hmm. But dude, last night it was kind of like, I was trying to almost connect with the father with those same emotions. Mm-hmm. But the Holy spirit was like, you don't feel like crying. You feel like Being dancing. Happy. Yeah, you, you feel, feel like jumping around. And dude, literally, I was like praying. I was like, bro. And I told my friend the, the next day at work, I'm like, dude, it's like, because when I got baptized when I was 15, I did not feel like this. Right. And like now, dude, it's like literally like how it says in Romans. When you get baptized, bro, like you die with Jesus. 
Mm. And when you come out the water, you're new with Jesus. And it's literally, bro, like, like I was telling you before the pot, like, I feel like I have new skin right now. Right. And like when I was praying in my room, like I said, I usually be like crying and like. But you felt happy. And I feel like happy, bro. And it was like Jesus literally like I have, I have a cross on my back mm. and Jesus just like picked up the back end. And like now, uh, it's, now it's lighter, you know, because we still um, got to carry our cross. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But like, it's like he picked up the bottom part and like now I just have the two little parts on my shoulder. Right. Like, yeah, it's going to be tough still, but he's got me. Dang, that's a good way to look at it. And, and I and I thought of that when I was getting the tortas. <laughs> when but, I was getting the tortas. Yeah, and um, I was just like, So what? you're, uh, when you said like you were conflicted. About the what? About whether or not to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Or in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Like, what, so, do, what do you mean by that? For me, I was conflicted because I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Why is, why is it saying two different things in the Bible? Uh, I'll read the Acts 2, right? Because that's what okay. it is. Yeah, Acts 2.38, right? Right, because this is what you read, right? And that's when you were like, what? Yeah. So Peter replied, let me, let me read a little bit more back. Therefore, let all Israel, this is Acts 2.36. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made his, God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The mm-hmm. promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And then they said, uh, With many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with him, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Mm-hmm. Those who accept his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Dang, 3,000 baptized? Yeah, so. So this is the thing, how, like it, I said, I was conflicted. It like, says, in the name of, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. I have some verses for you. Um, and what was it that in the. Because in Ma- I think it's in Matthew, he, literally Jesus himself says, like, go baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right. But it's like, for me, what was mind-boggling to me was like, literally, Peter is a savage. (laughs) Literally, Peter was there listening to, why would, you know? And then if you go look at John, Mm. it talks about how, like, Jesus, it says, bro, it literally says in John, Mm -hmm. nothing came into being and nothing exists without him. And, And, bro, that's why I don't get when people say they don't understand the Trinity. Like, like, John said, <laughs> John, every uh, disciple, every disciple, apostle, whatever, and Jesus himself has credited, credited Jesus as the, the, as God. Exactly. And, like his credentials are God. Yeah, he is you know what God, I mean? bro. And so he, here's the Matthew 28. Yeah. Uh, this is Jesus talking. 28, 16, I'll read uh, from the 16. Excuse me. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, mm-hmm. to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am o- I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Mm. So. And Peter was there listening to that. Right. And Peter is in Acts, baptized people in the name of Jesus. And you go look at John. And this is what I, I saw this video, bro. Yeah. This guy was saying. Maybe this is like, you know, you got to do research. Mm hmm. But maybe the Catholic Church, maybe the original doctrine says Jesus. But they did follow the Holy Spirit to try to show people that it's the same thing. That the, they're, they hit the titles are still one. Yeah, like... They're trying to explain to people. So you're saying that in the original text... In the original text, I don't know. I need to, do re- I need to find the you know, original... Original uh, Greek or Hebrew, think, bro, Greek. think about it like this, bro. It's mm-hmm. Jesus, bro. Literally, like, Jesus' spirit, bro, is in you. Yeah. Because he is God. Literally, go read John 1 right now, dude. <laughs> Literally right now? And, you know, <laughs> and th- look at this. This I'm is, to I got it right here. This is yeah, John 3, bro. This is Jesus talking straight to me, bro. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. And like for me, it was like, bro, I honestly can't explain why like the spirit's telling me get get baptized in the name of Jesus. And like now I have this peace, bro. Like I just have this peace, so much peace. Like, you know, it's just like, Bro, I could die right now, bro. Like, I'm ready. Yeah, and I get that because, like, I mean, this is what I told you on the phone. Either way. Either way, either you have to pray about it, and whatever the Spirit tells you is what the Spirit tells you. Either, Yeah, either way, like, you're getting baptized. And then if you get baptized in the name of Jesus, essentially you're getting baptized in all the freaking. In all, and everything. And everything, which is God and Jesus and uh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I've, I've, some of the, like I said, I'd be on social media, you know? Yeah. And I just be like picking up these conversations. And look, we, look, everyone but, listening, we know baptism does not save you. Yeah. You don't get, there's no, if you, if you think being baptized saves you, it doesn't. It does not. So many scriptures saying it you doesn't. Could, you have no faith. Get baptized, quote unquote, and then still have no faith. Yeah. And then die. And, and so, like, listen saved. to this, bro. This is John 1. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's break that down. In the beginning, the word already. That means the word, bro. Let's just say the Bible. Okay. In the beginning, the word was what already existed. Mm-hmm. The word was with God. So, literally, the Bible, bro. You can imagine a big, glorious, holy book mm-hmm. is with God already. But then it says, and the word was God. Then mm-hmm. it goes on saying he existed in the beginning with God. He's talking about Jesus, bro. Right. God, see now, then he goes to his father. God created everything through him and nothing was created. Nothing was created except through him. Literally everything God created was through his son, Jesus. The word, the word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. 
So let's break that down. It's clearly showing that Jesus is the son, but that Jesus is also God. All right. This is how I see it. Now that we're getting into the Holy Trinity breakdown. Yeah. Excuse me. Jesus is the son of God. He is the son of God. He's the son of God, right? Yeah. That's every Christian knows that. Every Christian believes that. Yeah. If you're a Christian, you believe that. Yeah. Now I've heard some Christians say that he's not God. Whoa. Because he's the son of God. And I was like, okay, but read Colossians 115. Colossians 115. Yeah, pulled up. Yeah, I got it pulled up. And and this is where I kind of see like their thing, you know? But at the same time, I see my thing, my are uh, the the basic belief of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. So Colossians one fifteen says, "The Son of the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in Him, all things were created." And is that what we just? No, you read that in John, right? Yeah. For Him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. He is before all things, and him things hold together. He is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the su- supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him mm-hmm. and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So this is, this is where I see, like, this is where I see them kind of trip over, right? Yeah. Because it says God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, how can Jesus be God? Yeah. If God externally, right, separately, because <laughs> imagine like um, my dad, yeah. right? He has a bank account with a billion dollars. Yeah. And that nowadays a billion dollars is a lot of power. You could do anything, you could do a lot of things with a billion dollars. A lot, bro. Say he and then he goes like he says, You know what, bro? You know what, son? I'ma ha- I'ma let you have all access to his account. Mm. You can buy anything, you can do anything with it. You know what I mean? Like you can you can go ahead and spend it all on cars if you want. You could donate it to a charity if you want, right? Mm. You have all access to this bank account. Mm. I also have access to this bank account. Mm. So it's like a joint account. Yeah, basically. So this is how I see that, right? God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things. So God was literally saying, you and I have the same power, bro. The same power. You and I, all my fullness is in you. Doesn't mean I'm not full anymore. You know what I mean? It's just that now we're full. We're both. <laughs> you know, we're both Literally, full. bro, Jesus has dominion and power over everything. He is God. He is God. It's like. Basically, God, like. Basically, God, like, uh, how do we say it? Like, cloned himself. In a way. In like, a way. So he could send himself to earth. If Yeah, if we were to think about it in that way, like... And he sent himself to earth, but at the same time, he has a relationship because 
he is God. So like he made Jesus. So it's his son. But like there's still one. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying because like if, okay, God, G, okay, Jesus, God, and Holy Spirit. Mm. You can't take away one. Can't. If you take away one, they're in a game, they're in a pack. You know, have you ever heard of that analogy of like, they're like an eggshell, like an egg. Yeah. You know, you can't just take a, the egg comes together, you know? If you take away one, then it's, there's no way. You know, there's no way, bro. And so, or like a triangle, right? Just imagine you have a triangle sitting, uh, that every, every side is supporting itself with another side. Take away one, the whole triangle collapses. You know what I mean? So it's like, they're, they're all in the package. They're all working simultaneously together. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear Christians say, oh, I don't believe in the Holy Trinity. Like then, what is it they believe in? They're like, oh, I, I just. Who says that? If honestly, if you say that, you might as well just be a Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Jehovah Witness don't believe in the Holy Trinity. So look, the reason that's what I'm saying, bro. That's why the Holy Spirit was telling me to get baptized in the name of Jesus, bro. Cause like, because think about it, bro. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But then, like, what is Jesus? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> he had the Holy Spirit in him. Yeah. He was like walking Holy Spirit. Yeah. Walking God. Walking God, bro. <laughs> we could talk about this forever. Because like, I told the guy at the church, I'm like, yeah. He's like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit is his titles. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you put them to one? It's Jesus. Look at everyone in Acts. Why? 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 Why does Jesus say, baptize everyone in the name of the Father, Holy Son? Then his faithful disciples that are literally spreading Christianity all the way to now. It was a John and Peter. Because John was there. He was there. Yeah. Why? Luke wrote Acts. Dude, Luke was there. Dude, literally, they're like, baptize in the name of Jesus. All three of them were None like. None of them say, baptize in the name of the Father, Holy Son. Now, this could be that they, they know... <laughs> They weren't listening. At, at the they weren't moment. listening. <laughs> or that no. they know that Jesus is all that. Yeah, because even Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Look at this, bro. John uh, 8. Um, John 8, 24. You are, let's just, let's, just, let's just read it, bro. John 8, 21. The unbelieving people warned. Later, Jesus said to them, I am going away. You will search for me, but will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. The people asked, is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean? <laughs> you cannot come where I'm going. Jesus continued, you are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Who are you? They demanded. Jesus replied, the, o- the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but I won't. For I only say what I have heard from the one who sent me, but he is completely truthful. But they still don't under, but they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am He. I do nothing on my own, but only say what the Father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. See that the one who sent me is with me. 
He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. And like that is showing clearly that Jesus has a father, our father. Yeah. But then like Jesus wouldn't be Jesus if the God the Father wasn't in the picture. Exactly. So this is the this is what I'm saying about the Holy Trinity, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you can't take away one. If Jesus didn't have the Father, then he would just be a he would just be a liar at that point. And also if you read Hebrews, Hebrews clearly depicts Jesus as like a high priest. Exactly. He is the high priest. Uh, bro, so many people were like, oh, I don't believe he was the son of God. I just, for example, this guy, uh, he was he's a teacher. And he comes up to me. He goes, oh, I don't believe he was the son of God. And I'm like, okay, so what do you believe? Like, what is it that you believe, right? And he's like, well, I just believe that he was a good prophet. I just believe that. I, I use him as a moral compass. Mm. And I'm like, why would you use that guy as a moral compass? If you believe that he, everything he claimed was false. It's like me telling you, like, hey, Chris, I'm, I'm the CEO of Toyota. Yeah. And I tell you that forever, bro. And I, I'm giving you, like, freaking business ideas and everything, right? Like, how to manage money and whatever. Giving you life lessons. Mm-hmm. Then you find out that I was lying to you. Would you consider me a moral compass? No. No. I would just be a, a lying baboon you know what i mean like i'll just be lying a uh, 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 a radical idiot who would just you know what i mean yeah so it's like you either believe that he was uh the son of god or you just don't how is he a good prophet if all he was doing it was lying about it you know so i'm like like for example like the muslims and 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 jews and all that uh, it's documents of jesus that they got. Look at this, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me that this is John, one, John one sixteen. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is God Himself. Tell me, tell me you. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who, or it says, who, who is himself God. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Jesus. Not, but the one and only son who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the father has made him known. Remember He's what? literally saying that Jesus is God, God. And the only way he can show people who God is, is he has to be in a human form. Remember when we were talking to Gamma? Shout out Gamma. Shout out Gamma. Remember when we went to his uh his Bible study anniversary thing? Mm-hmm. He's telling us like there's three: God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's three separate things. Let me change this. Let me change this. Doesn't the, uh, mean that the Son of God isn't God. <laughs> Literally, tell. But the one and only Son who is Himself. He's like, God. I know. When we go to heaven, we're just gonna see Jesus. That's what, you, that's what you think? Dude, literally it's going to be Jesus walking around, bro, with like a crown and a sword on his back. <laughs> For what? And, I don't know. And like... This is just in case. Just in case. And like a lion walking next to him. And we're just going to see him. And like, that's God. What if it's like uh, Chronicles of Narnia? Could be, bro. Jesus is just a lion. 
Yeah, he's a line of Judah, right? Hey, low key. He's a line of low key. Watch not Chronicles of Narnia after this. Okay, well, <laughs> I think I'm gonna bust out Chronicles of Narnia after this. Might have to. Let's see. Um. See, then if you go to, I like to read um NASAB. I'm all, I'm always New on, American Standard Bible. I'm always on NIV NLT. It says right here, no one has seen God at any time. God, the only Son, who is in the arms of the Father, He has explained Him. You know, even looking at it, bro, like I feel like even John is like, I'm trying to explain as best I can to y'all. Try, dude. It, it, I don't think we're because ever gonna you have reach. to understand that Jesus is the Son, but He's you also God. God. That's why I say, like, my dad gave me a billion dollars. I got all the power, but I'm still his son, right? You're still the son, bro. I'm still the son, but I got all the power of God. I'm a God. You're that, God, bro. That's literally what Jesus is saying. I'm God, bro. I literally, literally, I'm literally God. Yeah, NIV says it too. No one has ever seen God, but the only, but the one and only son. So he says he is a son. Who is himself God. God. I think and is a, is and is in the closest relationship with the Father has made him known. This is what I think, bro. We're taking God, the word, yeah, and putting a a we're and person personifying it. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. we take God the word and personifying it. Make it into a person. Make it into a person when God is a term for qualities of a person let me let me explain so let's let's look up the definition of god real quick right god definition the creator and ruler of the universe and source of all moral authority the supreme being right Mm -hmm. or superhuman being or spirit worshipped as having power over nature and human fortunes a deity, right? Mm-hmm. So we're taking that term, which is a, uh, which is just describing that is like, okay, the creator and ruler of the universe. Yeah. And saying, okay, God is a person, like God is a being. But at the same time, you have to think like, okay, there's in Christianity, there's father, the son, the Holy Spirit, all of them are God. They're all God, bro. They're all God. They're all creators and rulers of the universe. They are supreme beings. That's why, uh, who was it, John? Yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, in the book of Hebrews, my bad. Hebrews, which I think Paul wrote. Could have so, been Paul. Could have been Paul. Has said uh, he's a high priest. He's like the highest the priest. Highest priest. And like Colossians says, he has all authority. Look and then look at it. This is John. He literally is the definition of a God. That's the definition of a God. Authority, creators. Everything. So then here, this is Jesus talking. John yeah. ten twenty eight. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my hand, out of my Father's hand. And you're like, okay, clearly, Jesus and the Father are different, right? All right. Look what Jesus says. I and the Father are one. Game over. End the podcast right now. See you later. <laughs> this Jesus, one Jesus and the Father I, I are one. one. They are one being. I'm t-
I don't think we got to discuss this anymore. John 10.30. John 10.30 of Colossians 1.15, bro. I mean, like... Uh, let me see. Like I told you, bro, I'd be on these social medias. I'm going to find another verse right now. These comments, dude. Like, oh, God isn't Jesus or whatever. Jesus isn't God. Like, yes, he is, bro. And they're like, oh, show me the Bible verse. What do you mean show you the Bible? Like, Look at this. I right could here. give you 10 Bible verses. John, John 17, 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent them. He's literally saying, bro, he wants the church to be one as him and the father are one. It's, I don't even know. I can't. And that's why, I, and that's gonna, why. I'm just going to like. And that's why I got, that's what was telling me to get baptized in the name of Jesus. I'm like, it I do. Matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But for some reason, like, I feel like Jesus was telling me, like, use my name. <laughs> but even then, like, nobody could come up to you and say, no. oh, why didn't you get baptized? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, at the end of like, the if, day. Like, if I ever baptize people. You ask them. Hey, it, I. I'm going to baptize you in the name of Jesus or in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You could ask them. Honestly, right? I think what I would do is, yeah. Make a banner. Say, I would. This ma- is no, I would, I, would, I would tell them, what is more, what is in your heart? Mm. You want to get, because they're the same, but I want to make sure you comprehend and yeah, understand. Yeah, just like, uh, what was his name, Eric? Yeah. And because the Bible you. is the Bible. Bible is the Bible. Whatever's in the Bible, you have to accept it. Right. And look at Acts. And look at Matthew. And then look at Matthew. You get to, is the same thing. What, at the end of the day, like. At the end of the day, we don't need to, that for, shouldn't separate churches. For me, bro, uh, if I would say, if I were to go up to Pastor Edwin, like, hey, man. Sorry, I'm, I'm popping my knuckles on <laughs> the good. mic. Go up to Pastor Hey, Edwin, I want to get baptized. Hey, Pastor, I want to get baptized. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think he's going to be like, oh, what, what do you want to get baptized in? I don't think he's going to say that, but at, cause even like, even I wouldn't, I wouldn't really care, care. Right. Cause either way is the, Jesus is the father, son, and Holy spirit. Yeah. Father, son, and Holy spirit. They work together. Yeah. That's it, bro. And I think the reason why I got baptized in the name of Jesus was just this like journey I've been on yeah. with Jesus. And I'm just like, you were one of the 3,000 in Acts. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, this last... Dude, it's crazy. Like, this, like... Well, you know some of the stuff that happened this last month. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, straight spiritual warfare. Like, Cree, like... I'm on the same boat. I'm freaking... I'm trying to... Like, I keep looking you, forward, you and then in this... The, you in the storm. I keep turning to the left, and then I'm, like, trying to look <laughs> forward. I keep turning to the right. Literally <laughs> says in Proverbs... Yeah. Do not turn left or do not turn right. Look straight. Go straight. Yeah. And I'm like, that has been, I need to find that verse. But it's like tattooed in my freaking brain. You need the blinders, bro. And, um, and it's like, I've just been in this warfare with Jesus. And like, it's crazy when you actually have a relationship with Jesus because Satan will try to come at you and be like, yeah. Oh, you messed up. You can't. You're like, Jesus. Oh, you're trash. Yeah, you're trash. But like, I know I'm trash, but the cross is not going nowhere, bro. Woo. 
It's not. Like, that's the only <laughs> Romans. Yeah. And dude, literally, it says in Hebrews, Jesus will come, bro, for the ones who are waiting eagerly to deal with their salvation, not for their sins. It literally says Hebrews 9. I believe Hebrews 9. He will come for the ones who are waiting. Look it up, bro. He will come for the ones that are waiting eagerly to bring salvation and to not deal with their sins. Now, the, the scripture is very clear. It says eagerly. What does that mean? Are you ready? Are you longing for Jesus to come back? If you're not longing for Jesus to come back, then that's why God is patient. Mm. That's crazy. And Because, you know, I go read Romans, and it says, who are we to say who goes to heaven and who goes to hell? Right. It literally says, like, you have, because you're not God. But I would just be, I would just be warning. This is me, like, warning anyone. Uh, look at your spiritual life, bro. Have you been reborn mm. um, with the water of the Spirit? Because mm. if you go look, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, he literally tells him you have to be reborn with the water. Now, a lot of people think that this means baptism. It doesn't mean baptism. Water means the cleaning of your spirit, literally. Mm. I did. I was like doing research on this. And also, because Nicodemus tells him, what do you mean? What do you mean like water? Right. Why would he ask? Why would he question Jesus when he knows what baptism is already? Mm. So clearly Jesus was not, because even the Jews, you would get baptized to be like, uh, how do you say it? To like, it's the same thing. People were getting, before John, people were getting baptized. Mm. Yeah, Jesus, I mean, what do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean? Like before John came, people were getting baptized, like Jews and stuff. I'm pretty sure. That's what I had. That's what I had read in this website. Look it up. In this website, but 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 like, but like Nicodemus already had known what baptism was. I get what you're saying. Like, why would he? Why would he ask him? Because then he goes on telling him, "Um, no, surely I cannot be reborn again through my mother's womb." Mm. It's in John. Oh, I see what you're saying. History best. Uh, origins of baptism. Uh, yeah. So, so Jesus is telling him this right here. Jesus answered, "Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to the flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at me saying, at my saying, you must be born again. Mm-hmm. And." Yeah, if you yeah. look up born again, and I looked up what the word water means. Right. Jesus is not talking about, you need to, because Jesus isn't saying you need to be baptized to get to see the kingdom of heaven. Right. Water, water means literally, because if you go look at Ezekiel, Jesus taught uh, the Lord, well, I could say Jesus because he's God. Right. Literally says like he will sprinkle your heart with like his blood basically and like, like wash you a new heart, yeah. a new spirit. Because water is representation of like washing mm-hmm. and how do you get washed through the word of god I through praying through fast like he's not literally saying water you're right because nicodemus knew about baptism and you're right jews jews used to get baptized yeah to like show like i'm a jew now and it's it says right here we have this is um bible odyssey <laughs> bible odyssey robert r cargill if you if you want to debate his his finding hit him up but 
we have evidence of ritual immersion going in on prior to the advent of Christianity because we have McVess, McVot, McVot. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but it's just a little, little pool. It's just a little pool. Mm-hmm. We have Jewish ritual immer- immersions, and this was for ritual purity. Yeah. So, yeah, Jews will go in Old Testament times, whatever, yeah. New Testament times. I mean, Jews everywhere, right? They're going and get baptized as well. So, for his Nicodemus asked, like, what do you mean by water? Yeah. So, I get what you're saying. I get why would he say that, you know? Why would he, why doesn't he just go, okay, so I need to get baptized with water? Like, no, clearly he's not. And then if you go, um, if you go and look, let's see, let's see. I know I have the verse here. Give me one. One second. Second. Uh, here we go, here we go. Ezekiel thirty six twenty seven, and I will put my spirit in you, so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And if you go and look up water, in Hebrew, like the original text, it means literally like to be washed by the word. Wow. So that's what he was talking about. That's what he's talking about, bro. So you say you you say baptisms like the one you had yeah it's just a it's just a public declaration of your faith it's like putting a wedding ring on mm. but it's very important because when you put a wedding ring on and you get married what does that mean you and that person are one yeah it's the same thing with jesus when you get baptized in the name of jesus you and him are one and your old self died mm. so let's say someone sees you get baptized in the name of jesus yeah and then like all of a sudden like you know, you start your old life again. Mm. Say like a few months down the road or whatever. Backsliding. Backsliding, major. That's like taking the wedding ring off. Oh, no. That's like having the wedding ring on. And cheating. And cheating. You're yeah. still married, but you're sinning. Yeah, I get what, yeah. Because you gave your life. Yeah. And now you're out there but, cheating, literally. You know, with me... Now, like, I know I'm still going to mess up. I'm still, Mm. like, we're humans. Yeah. But it's like, literally, I get the thought of messing up. I'm like, no. Conviction. I get scared. I'm like. Straight conviction. Because then, like, that fear comes in. Like, the Lord's going to come like a thief in the night. Like. Mm. Just out of nowhere. Holy Spirit, bro. Right here in the middle of sinning. Oh. Oh. That's so scary, bro. Imagine. And the deep, bro. But then there's a lot of verses saying, like, you're not, we're not like, like, uh, I forget where it says that the Lord's going to come like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's in Thessalonians or Timothy. And it says, but like, we're not like the children of darkness, basically. Like, we're ready. Because yeah. we, we are in the light. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, then it just keeps on going. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So what is everyone born of the Spirit? Yeah. Nicodemus goes on like, I don't understand, Jesus. Like, tell me. (laughs) Jesus comes at him. This is Jesus. Freaking You are Israel's teacher. Who are you? And you do not understand these very things? God. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know. He keeps saying we. And we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. Dang. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? That's crazy, bro. And and that I don't think God I don't think Jesus ever 
Jesus had to dumb it down for us. Dumb it down. Super even, dumb um, down. Even, Super. even Paul had to. There's a couple of verses, I think, in Romans. He literally says, I have to talk to you. As a child. Um, in, uh, in like a fleshly manner. Like, yeah. I forget where he says it. I believe it's in Romans. And I know he does it more than once throughout the Bible. He's like literally saying, I have to talk to you like you're an idiot, bro. Because Paul's a whole nother level. Yeah. Because think about it. Paul already knew the law mm-hmm. in the back of his hand. And then on top of that, now he's like on this super crazy connection with, with Jesus and God. And mm-hmm. now he's being a missionary. I mean, obviously, he has the like the probably the wisest person you could come across in the New Testament. Mm. You know? Yeah. He wrote the most of it. I mean it's crazy. He was think, killing people. Yeah, bro. I don't think Jesus would ever um if he came down to earth and he was talking in a heavenly ma- manner, I don't think anybody would would understand him. They would just they would just think like, oh this guy is just weird. He's freaking crazy. No one would know what mm. to write, you know. I need to go. This is a. I need to go back and read John. So you know, after Jesus talks about saying, "I and the Father are one," mm-hmm. this is John ten, uh, thirty one. It picks up again. His Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, "I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me?" This is what the Jewish people say. The Jews, Pharisees. We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy because you, a mere man, claim to be God. They don't accept that he's God. Yeah. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I have said you are gods. If If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said, I am God's son. Mm. Do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works. This is going back to James, bro. Yeah. Um, that you know and understand that the father is in me and I am the father. He keeps saying like, we're one. We, like me and the father are one. Mm-hmm. And how can you be one and not be God? It's like saying, um, I am the CEO, but I'm not the boss. Yeah, you, <laughs> you just said you're the CEO of the company. You literally own the company, bro. Uh, and, and the thing is, like, I was talking to Pastor Edwin, and I told him, you know, what's crazy is that the Jews are still waiting for the Messiah, right? And so I just I looked up, like, okay, what, how's the David line doing? Because that's where Jesus is coming from. This is where Jesus came from, the David lineage, right? And so I'm reading the, this website, right? It's, it's called Ash Torah, A-I-S-H, and it's a Jewish website. And uh, this is their second paragraph on the website. It says, King David's initial dynasty came to an end with the destruction of the first temple and the Babylonian exile. An earlier explosion, King Jo Dude, I can't even, can't even do it. Jehoshion was exiled by Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar? Uh-huh. Together 
with his family and several dozens of the Torah scholars and higher classes. Eleven, year, eleven years later, the temple was destroyed. The final king of Judah, uh, Jehonchins or whatever, uncle Zedekiah was too exiled to Babylonia. He was blinded, and his children were executed. So David's direct lineage no longer exists. Mm. You know what I mean? Because now they're, uh, 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 I can't even pronounce his name, bro. King J E H O I A C H I N. I don't know, man. That's the lineage that they're going off of. But what's crazy to and me. And it's not even the correct, li- you know what I mean? Like, you can't, the Messiah has already been. What I don't get is. When is the world going to just be like, yeah, Jesus is the one? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's never. never. Though it's going to be when he comes down. Because then you can't oh. deny it. You can't be like, oh, that, <laughs> this guy coming down from the clouds with an army of angels. You know, oh, the, uh, aliens. No. You can't. There's no S- way. Because if you, it's like reading a, the Bible, like reading Revelations, right? Yeah. Seeing everything's happening and then all of a sudden the big event comes when he comes back down and still deny it. Like, that's and why it says will, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Well, a lot of people are still going to deny it. You Remember, so? they're blinded, bro. The spirit of the Antichrist. But I feel like at that point, there has to, because. Dude, there's going to be people saying like, no. No. <laughs> Imagine. It literally says, Jesus says the gateway to heaven is so narrow. The gate, he says that a certain version, he literally says the highway to hell is broad. Broad, bro. Many people will find it and many people will go. And it's like I-10, bro. Dude, literally, this is what also scared me. This put like fear in me so much. Like, lit- like uh, the knocking door parable mm. or the door parable. He literally says like. He literally says, you're going to be sitting there knocking. Let me in because we're going to be feasting. And he's like, and the master is going to say, like, I didn't know you. He's going to, like, close the door and you can't come eat with us. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, I I'm going to look you. it up right now. But And I'm like, can you imagine? You go to heaven. You, th- this, is, this is why hell is bad because, yes, you're going to be tormented in hell. But, like, this is another reason. You're going to see how beautiful Jesus is. You can never see me again. You're going to see him. This is, this is always something. Because like, we're all going to get judged. Like Everyone's going to be sitting there like. Like I, I told this guy. He's an atheist. I was like, bro. It's so much riskier for you not to believe in God. <laughs> You're playing big risk. Huge risk. Because it's better for me to die. And, uh, and believe in God. To, and find out that he's not. I mean, you can't even find out at that point. You'd just be dead. You know, that he's not real. It'd be better, like, it'd be better for you to die. Believing in God. Believing in God. And you just be a ghost. Yeah. And you just, you're go. And like, if all other religions are about works, and, if you, and you're living a Christian lifestyle full of good works, you know? <laughs> I mean, you win-win either way. And so this guy tells me, like, oh, you, you can't use that against me. I'm like, I'm not. well, how? How can I not use that? How can I not use that logic? If you die and there's a God, where are you going? If you die and my God is real and you don't believe in him, I mean, there's no, 
It's no hope for you, brother. No hope, bro. It's just the way it is. You could give me all these logistics and all these, you know, theories and whatever, but at the end of the day, if you die and you don't believe in God, it's game over for you. It's no other way I could put it. It's game over. And so, like, I'd rather die, believe in God, find out he's real, and then be like, yo. And even if you didn't... I mean, what are they going to be serving in heaven? That's the thing. That's my question. <laughs> yo, God, what You know, we, but there's a lot... There's a, okay, so there's a big difference, too, because... You kind of barbecue in heaven. If you, you can be very clear on... So you're saying believing, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, like, did you have the spirit in you? Right. Or did you have faith? Yeah. Because it says believe in. It doesn't say believe of. Yeah. Believe in means you're picking up your cross. You're repenting. You're spreading the gospel some way. Yeah. You know, we're not all called to be evangelists, preachers. Right. But are you telling your neighbors about Jesus? Mm. Your friends? Maybe right. um, Somehow, there's a some kid way. around your group that yeah. doesn't have friends. Are you showing him the love of Christ? Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah, somehow, some way. Somehow, some way, you know? Because like I said, we're not all going to be on the street preaching and... That's so ineffective. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, bro. Every Christian decided to be a pastor. So it's ineffective in the way you do it. Because I've seen some street preachers that are effective. But imagine every Christian was a pastor. (laughs) Everybody used to be listening to themselves. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Every, um, every Christian was a, a a worship leader. There would be a billion worship. It's like uh, you said, though, bands. you know, God will use us. Once he sees you seeking, he's going to use you as a vessel Yeah, where he's going to put you. Yeah. But dude, listen to how scary this is, bro. The narrow door. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them. Make every effort to enter through the narrow door because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, he will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Mm. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you and taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out, people will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feasts in the kingdom of God. Mm. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first and first who will be last. He's literally saying, bro. Believe in me or stay outside. And that's what I'm saying. Like That's where that belie- like, believe in stop mm. sinning. Yeah. <laughs> Stop willfully sinning. Have faith in me. Because believing, like you said, like believing is just one thing. Having faith in one thing is another thing. Yeah. Like I could say, well, I believe that that God exists, but I really don't care. Yeah. That's not going to get you to heaven. Even James says that, like even demons. It's like having a company, but you don't believe in it. You're not going to be successful. Exactly. So the company's there, but if you didn't do anything for it, it's not going to be successful. Okay, did we grow. just do our own parable? <laughs> hey, yo, get the pen and paper out. Oh. Third Testament of Jesus. <laughs> no, but like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, we have to be humble in the way you like talk about God. Yeah. Preach Jesus. Yeah. Literally, the Bible talks about the humble will be exalted. Mm-hmm. The prideful will be brought down. Yeah. Prideful will be 
humbled. Yeah, and you don't want to be humbled by God. You don't want to be humbled. You by don't want to be throwing out the freaking feast. Bro. Rock bottom. You're gonna hit rock bottom, bro. Gnashing of teeth. So rock bottom. And and I want to be open minded too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I because a lot of people come up to me and they're like talking about their beliefs. Yeah, I'm so open minded, bro. But, but it doesn't make it sense doesn't, because think about it. Like, like it goes back to God is so God. <laughs> He's so righteous. Even if you were to, even if an atheist came up to me, and I try to be so open-minded, like, <laughs> bro, you have scales on their you, ears. You, have, and you have faith, and you have faith that there is no God. You can't tell me you you don't have a religion. It says that atheism is a religion. It bro. says that you have to. It oh, what, how does the saying go? You got to have more faith in believing there's no God. And having faith so much faith yeah because i mean like you you're you're betting on something like i said you're risking something but what i don't get is like why do people hate the fact that there's a higher being even they hate the fact that there could be a possibility of but why being a, i don't understand i guess what, what what is so bad oh oh you know why because jesus says you have to lose your life their their ego gets in the way oh, i want to i don't want to I uh, do all that. I don't want. I don't want to quit drinking. I don't want to change. I don't want to submit. Like, bro, I, I don't even know what to tell them. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I already gave you all the answers. Like, I already gave you all the the options. So you submit or you don't, right? Believe or you don't. This is how I get people. This is how I've, you know. I'm gonna start telling people like this. Hey, do you know? Like, you know what's gonna happen when you die? No. Well, do you believe in heaven or hell? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, what are, well where, where are you, are you go? going? Where are you going? Exactly. I don't know. You're playing the I don't know game on heaven and hell. <laughs> really? You're, you're playing on a maybe. flip a coin on peace or torment. And, and I'm going to tell this is what I've been. I'm going to start getting bold and telling people like, okay, well, obviously hell's real. Yeah, because there's rapists. Killers, yeah. murderers. There's evil in the world. There's so. evil liars. Everyone's yeah. bad. And God is so clean. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even he can't even be by a f- a piece of lint of sin, bro. Yeah, can't. He can't do it. And we're all we're all bad. I'm bad. You're bad. Mm-hmm. Your pastor is bad. Yeah. The guy preaching on the streets a sinner. We're we're just filthy. Everybody's filthy. Everyone's bad. There's only one that never sinned. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Literally. Never even had a bad thought. Think about it, dude. That's why, like, Jesus is insane. A grown man, the purity of a toddler, the intelligence of God. That means when Jesus saw a lady, he didn't even... He just, like... He saw, he saw he, his creation. Like, he saw... Like, when he... Like, yeah, I like, knew you since the beginning. Yeah, but, like, imagine you never have a bad... Like, you don't even... A thought can't even come to your mind. He A naked lady would walk in front of him. And he would just be like... What are you doing? What are you doing? Put some clothes on. Put some clothes Go sit no more. Like, go sit no more. And I'm pretty sure he's seen that. I, I mean, he lived, according to uh, scholars, I mean, he lived 30 plus years. Yeah. You can't pretty tell me... You sh- can't I, tell me people were going crazy, drunk, getting drunk... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in a little bubble his whole life. Yeah. He literally got Because he was preaching. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he went to the dirtiest of places. Dirtiest? Well, I mean, he preaches everywhere. Yeah. 
He literally picked up centers. Yeah, and straight centers. So what I'm trying to say is like Daniel did a really good job in basically explaining like the gospel is like okay, let's say there's a judge mm-hmm. and the judge is like, "All right, this guy here has a lot of fines, tickets. He even like robbed a store." Right. Murdered. He murdered like Yeah. And then the guy goes, "I'm so sorry. I'll never do those things again." And the judge goes, all right, you can go back on the street. What is, what? Okay, is that a good judge or a bad judge? That's a, that's a bad judge. Yeah, yeah. Now a good judge is going to go, you should be sorry you did all those things. Now you have to pay because you have a debt. Mm-hmm. And then, so like imagine that, right? Okay, that guy's got to pay for his debts. Yeah. Then this guy walks in is like, I'm literally going to take his spot, pay everything, do it like all the punishment that he gets, like give it to me. Mm-hmm. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. Now the judge can be like, all right, that guy's taking your spot. You can walk. Imagine if that was justice. Today. That's justice. Literally how it happened. Cause it was um it, okay, so Jesus took all the sin in the world, right? Yeah. But even if even if you don't believe that he did that, he took um bro, I forgot his name. Barnabas? No, Barabbas. Barabbas took his spot. We are Barabbas. We're Barabbas, bro. Yeah. He literally took his spot. Yeah. What was uh, Barabbas' crime? I forgot. I think he was like a thief, thief or something. And a murderer. Yeah. And um, it's like a crazy lunatic. He should have got crucified. But people want to crucify Jesus. Which yeah, is the, bro, it baffles me. This guy, and they crucified him for blasphemy, right? And, I mean, back in the day. Okay, I get it, right? <laughs> I mean, that was crazy back but then. But why don't? But it's because they saw him getting a gathering of people. Yeah. And why would look if I was a Pharisee and I'm like, oh, this guy can't speak God. This guy's a freaking idiot. He's crazy. Yeah, leave him alone. Like, He's just crazy. Not worth my time. No, this dude was healing leopards, literally roasting Pharisee. Like, dude, he would catch them in their own. Dude, he prophesied. He prophesied the the. Uh, he uh, was roasting people. Yeah, roasting, and he was Killing. telling, "Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna break this temple in three days. Like this temple going down in three days, bro." They're like, <laughs> "It took us three thousand years." Yeah. He's like, "Literally three days." Talking like, about my body, son. Dude, hold my, hold my, hold my rope. You know, hold my freaking disciples real quick. Well, dude, this is what's crazy. Is like, uh, he literally, they, they, I think it's in um Luke. Um, I need to go look up the scripture, but basically he trips the Pharisees so bad. The Pharisees go, he asked the Pharisees, uh, do you think that John's baptism was from heaven or of man? And then the, they go, the Pharisees think in their mind, they're like, well, if we say, if, if, if we say it's that John's like not from heaven, then like we're being like hypocrites, but then we can't, I forget how he said, I need to look it up, but he like gets him. So I'm gonna look right now. He gets him so good, and then instead, the Pharisees just don't even answer him, and they just leave. That's literally almost everything nowadays. Oh, you can't, you can't uh, argue or you can't discuss this. Just leave, you know. But yeah, I get right now. I'll find it right now because I don't want to mess up the word, bro. Don't mess up the word, bro. 
uh, I'm gonna get her right now, right now. Mm, uh, right now. Right now. Uh, Luke uh, 24. Uh, uh, knees hit the floor. floor. Uh, uh, let's yeah, go. God opens doors. Uh, uh, let's go. Okay, Luke 24. Let's see. This is just to show Jesus being a savage. So, the authority of Jesus question. This is the Pharisees. It's Luke 20. One day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? They said, who gave you this authority? And then Jesus replies, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, we don't know where it is from. Jesus said, neither will I tell you by the authority, by, neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. Dang, because he already knew. They, I feel like they know, bro. He they wrote, knew. Because he's literally saying, okay, like, what authority do you have? He's like, all right, I'll tell you where I get my authority. If you can even, like. Tell me it. where John. Yeah, like, where, where, where is John's baptism from? Yeah. And he's saying, well, if we say it's from heaven, then he's going to say, well, why don't you believe? Why don't you? If it's from heaven, why don't you believe John prophesying about me? Why mm. don't you believe I'm the Messiah? Yeah. Because literally John is telling everyone, there's going to be a man that comes that's even greater than me. Yeah. That I, I'm not even worthy to untie the tongs on his sandals. Mm-hmm. And, but then if they say it's from heaven, then they're going to look like hypocrites because then they're not believing John. Right. But then if they say that the baptism's from man, then the, people will stone them because a lot of the people thought John was a prophet. And even John had his own disciples. Exactly. So then they're like, well, I guess we're not, we're not going to say shut up. And <laughs> Jesus is like, well, then I'm not going to tell you where I get my authority. Straight roasted, bro. Jesus is so wise, bro. So wise. It's just like he, like, he didn't even like. He was just like, I'm gonna answer your question with another question, because if if the Pharisees, I feel like the Pharisees knew, bro. Like they know, they know down deep down, deep down, they had to go home to their wives or whatever and be like, this man just healed someone. Like, hey, babe, I don't, I don't know. Like, well, I? Nicodemus <laughs> you know is the only one who, like, I felt like he really want, wanted to follow Jesus, but, like, he was scared. They, they had to go home or go to sleep and be like, I don't know, this guy is kind of different, you know? Like, what, He's getting a gathering. He's, he's gathering people. He's healing people. I mean, uh, I mean, we did get a prophecy that a dude like this was going to come through. Uh, nah, they just crucify him. Like, bro, bro, if you if you don't all care, the credentials are there, bro. If you don't care that much, like, why are you crucifying me? So, or, uh, for example, like when you're uh, people are, like, this guy got stabbed, preaching on the street. I'm like, you, the person who stabbed him, I don't know. He, he had he had he had to be like a child, you know, because <laughs> if I could walk down Houston. Downtown Houston, some dude waving a pride flag, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to go stab that guy. Exactly. I'm just going to be like, all right, just keep I on mean, walking. If I'm downtown with a Bible verse on my... John 3.16. John 3.16. People would come up to me and 
spit on you. Spit on me and everything. Por qué? I'm like, bro, I can't hold up this verse, but you can hold up a pride flag. You can hold up your your pronouns or whatever. On a, you know, you can hold up all these things, but I can't hold up my belief because somehow it makes you feel a little bad. So I put this. This is exactly what you're saying. I put this on. I I like to put um. Bible verse because I'm a server, and I like to put Bible verses on my tickets when I drop them off because no way someone told you something about it. Yep. What? So, let me see. So because you know, like I said, I can't. I feel like God is using me. Like, hey, you drop off like fifty tickets a day, bro. Mm. What if you put a Bible verse and like? One person looks it up. They go in their car and they start crying, bro. You don't know how God yeah. works. One person. Right. And that's, it goes back to saying like, we're the planters and he, God is a waterer. Right. So, you know, I might not be able to sit there and preach a whole sermon, a gospel, share the gospel a hundred percent. But like, if I can just put a Bible verse and they see it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the clothes. We, yeah. You know, but like, this is like. Because everyone has to leave the... They don't have... Hopefully, they'll leave the tip. (laughs) Right, right. They have to sign and like, oh, what is this? Right. So, I was leaving this, bro. Romans 5, uh, 5, 8. And you write the whole verse. I just write the verse. I just write the book and the verse so they can go look it up. Oh, okay, okay. And I put like a heart on it. But like, I put this here, bro. And hope does not put us to shame because God loved... God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, here we go, here we go. It starts at 8. It starts at 8. Sorry, guys. Sorry, 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 sorry. Romans 5, 8. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. All right. Since we now have been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only in this, so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And so you wrote that. I don't, I didn't write the, I just wrote. <laughs> Imagine you wrote the I wrote, whole thing. I wrote Romans 5 yeah. with the dots. And then eight through 11, like eight dash 11, eight dash 11. And all day, bro. People, some people put amen on, like I go and pick it up. Amen. Yeah. Some guy put, put. So at the very end, it's a last table. And I don't, like I said, we're not supposed to judge no one or anything, but I could kind of tell like maybe this sh- table where there were homosexuals. Right. Okay. Um, just, mm. I'm not trying to judge them or anything. Mm-hmm. And like, bro, this verse literally says, God demonstrates his own love for us. And what they say, bro. You know what this person put back on the ticket, bro? Matthew 7, 1. Don't judge me. Do not judge or you two will be judged. Judge me then. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And the measure of measure you use, it will be measured to you. Bro, I judge. God's going to judge me. Righteously. You judged. You didn't even judge. <laughs> What is my verse? <laughs> I say my verse because I put it right, there. But yeah. What is the word that I put? Judging. Anyone. It's a, it's a neutral statement. It literally says, while we're sinners, God loved us so much, he sent his son to die for us. That now we can be reconciled with him and that we're justified. That's, that's how you know. Like, And uh, this sounds messed up. Ignorant. I told God. I'm like, God, like, 
I don't even want to say it, but like I feel like these people, like they know the Bible just so they can um go after Christians. Oh, what says this? Oh, what says it? I'm like, you know the Bible, but you don't know Jesus. It's sad, bro. You just know words. That's you just it. know words. You're you just know words and that's the dumbest thing ever, bro. Cause like I said, like that's why like with um like Paul, bro, I feel like Paul, like I am the worst. I am the lowest, the scummiest, the mm. nastiest, the dirtiest. But yeah. like, bro, if I tell you something, it's because it's the truth. Yeah. Like straight up. There's no. I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm worse than you, bro. And that's why I have Luke, um, Luke seven forty seven, bro. It's it's so good. I I just man, that's in crazy, my bio, bro. Like, but like. Why, like literally, bro. I had tables getting drunk, like, cause I'm a server. Yeah, they're drunk, buzzed out their mind. Yeah, put the Bible verse. They don't care, bro. Hey, have a good day, dude. Nine times out of ten, no one cares. Like, yeah. you know, cause it's subtle. It's just mm-hmm. a little Bible verse. Yeah, but these people read it and they were like Matthew seven one, and they put a smiley yeah. face next to it. Don't judge others. <laughs> I mean, at the, it's so dumb because, like, if if I'm putting a Bible verse that I'm pretty sure they didn't even look it up, right? They probably didn't even look it up, bro. Think so? Hey, they still left me $10. God bless them, right? <laughs> but they probably didn't even look it up, and then they felt convicted. I feel like if... Dude, I feel like when people see a Bible verse, they're they like, feel, whoa, whoa. They feel convicted, bro. I was thinking about this. I was playing Call of Duty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I was, and I was thinking about, like, man, why is it that people hate so much on Christians? Like, on Jesus. Why? On Jesus and all that. Because, uh, you know, you, like I said, like, you holding up a sign or whatever, putting a Bible verse on a ticket, saying, God bless you. Hey, Jesus loves you. Why does that offend people? Why does it offend you, bro? And it's because they quickly want to convince themselves that, oh, no, my lifestyle is right, so I need to defend it, right? So they get of- offensive to defend themselves. When at, when at the end of the day, bro, like, if I'm telling you, hey, Jesus loves you, and you're out here saying, like, oh, my God, you're forcing your religion on me, this and that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. People don't realize how much Just Jesus take that and leave, bro. Just take my words or don't even listen to it and just move along. And what's crazy is, like, people don't realize how much Jesus loves them. Even yeah. me, I didn't realize it for a long time. Literally, his grace covers, is covering still everyone, dude. It's so dumb. And it's, like, undeserved, undeserving, bro. All these people have still the chance to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take Jesus into consideration and actually see what's up with it. But they're so close-minded, bro. So close-minded. Even I, like, I believe in Jesus. I believe in in, in God and everything, right? Mm. But if someone is coming up to me with a different belief, I can't shut them down. Shut them down like they be like other people shut me down. Yeah, you're like, all right, let me hear you. Let me hear you out. All right, what you said makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, in a respectful way, we have a discussion. Yeah. But there's people like, hey, man, uh. Yeah, you know, I believe in Jesus. Let me talk. Can I talk to you about it? Oh my God, you're homophobic. You're this, you're that. I'm like, I'm not scared of gays, bro. And I'm graceful. I'm because of Jesus, I can give you grace. I'm yeah. I could give you real love. I can like, you know, I know how to 
talk to you, but you can't talk to me. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. I tell me about your gay lifestyle. Tell me about your, your addictions. Tell me, I'll tell you about mine. Like, dude, literally you know? when you, uh, Billy Graham, he literally said, when you become a Christian, when you become a Christian and, um, you actually, you realize like how bad you are. Yeah. Like your shame and guilt is even, this, cause you're like, you look at yourself, you're like, and like, yeah. and that's why it's just the closer you get to God, the father through Jesus, cause yeah. he's our advocate, you know, the, yeah. you feel that relationship. Literally, God t- starts to the Holy uh, Spirit tells me you cannot judge nobody. And oh, bro, tell me. And it's like I'm Dude. not judging you. I'm literally telling you Romans mm-hmm. five eight. God loves us so much that while we're His enemies, He wants to save us. And uh, I was talking to Keith, and uh, you know Keith, right? I actually don't really know Keith, bro. You don't know Keith. Anyways, Keith is one of the one of my old mentors, bro. I, I call him a mentor because he helped me out a lot, right? Yeah. And. Uh, uh, Keith is the dude. Keith is the dude, bearded guy. Keith rhymes, he plays guitar, usually mm-hmm. in the booth. But anyways, he goes to M and F. One day he told me it was like, there's there's three types of there's one side of Christianity, super radical, bro, super radical Christianity. Those are the guys that are super like judgmental, super like you know, um, freaking. Uh, like you know, the Southerners, you know, races and all those, you know, like like, um, you know, God hates facts type of Christians, quote unquote Christians, right? Yeah. And then there's the other way on the other side of the uh, spectrum, progressives. Those guys who are uh, you know, saying that gay being gay is okay, things like that. God will accept anything. You know, God is a woman. God is black. Whatever. You know, I mean, God is a. God is God, bro. Doesn't he? Doesn't. God he, is I don't even think he got skin color, you know. But it's uh, like gold. He's, like. he's just a being. But anyways, then you have the middles. Right in the middle, or sweet spot. That's like us, bro. You know, yeah, we're we not understand. out here. We're not shaming people. Yeah. We're not out going to pride parades. You know, crucifying people. Yeah. But we're still not saying that it's okay, right? Exactly. We're not, you know, saying that. Oh, uh, uh. Being drunk is okay. We're not saying, oh, you know, this is okay. All these things are okay. Yeah. But we're not also saying, like... I hate you. I'm better than you. I hate you. Oh, be a better Christian. Like, what? what? One pastor told me this, bro. He was preaching. He said, Jesus didn't come down to make bad people better. <laughs> he came down to bring people from dead to life. Dude, he literally came. He says, I come for the... Not for the righteous. Not for the righteous. I didn't come for the righteous. I didn't come to make you a better person. You came for the guy literally shooting up heroin, bro. I came to give you salvation. That's it. I didn't come here to uh, freaking condemn you or, or put you down or anything. I came here to offer you salvation, a gift, grace. I came all that. Yeah. Take it or leave it. That's it. And that's where people don't understand. The sweet spot, middle, middle guys. Like us, for example, know. like uh, shout out with Edgar Escobar, Edgar Escobar, uh, Gama, Gama, yeah, like they do go out in the street, yeah, uh, Betty, 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 but like I've seen some of their lives and like, bro, they're they're preaching, but like they're not out there saying, God hates gay, God hates people, gays, what drunks. When, when did that even come about, bro? No, like I've seen them preach and like yeah. they're 
telling the truth, like Paul. Yeah. Literally, he's like, I tell you these things in love. Mm-hmm. Like, and it goes back to, uh, where is it at? You can have everything, wisdom, knowledge, know everything. Yeah. If, you, if it's with no love. You're like a, like a clanging clong or whatever, like a ringing clong. You're just nothing. You're just noise. <laughs> you're literally, uh, Paul says that you're just noise at that point. Yeah. You know, and it, and the, I think Christians, bro, like, you know, I always say like, oh my God, why are these people crucifying Christians or persecuting Christians? But then again, like, now that I think of it, like, there's some sort of responsibility that we have to take, you know? Oh, well, like, why are we getting bashed on? And that's because there's been history of Christians just not knowing how to preach, bro. <laughs> history of Christians hating. And it's like, it got, it, I guess it got into a point where now we're just retiring. Retali- how do you say? But retaliation. 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 Yeah, and yeah. it's just like now these people are trying to yeah. come back at us, and it's like they're not taking any more crap from us, and it's like man, that sucks because now the middle group, because it's either you're either in the you're either progressive, or you're hated. You either you know you're either accepting all worldly things, or you're hated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like us who are in the middle who are not accepting the worldly things nor are we bashing on people yeah we have our voices have gotten diminished because of the church the church the church and the judgments it's like they don't you really can't be out there condemning you no can one, not the bible says don't condemn bro if jesus didn't come to condemn how why, why am i gonna do it why am i gonna do it but then also like you know jesus says repent or perish so repairs, yeah. it's okay for me to tell people that, but yeah. then you have to also be ma- like how uh, in the book of Timothy, because Timothy is a young pastor mm-hmm. and Paul's really writing to him like, mm-hmm. look, you're young and you have to make sure your life is in order. Yeah. He's telling him how to be a husband, how to be a pastor, how he should yeah. have his elders, uh, how his kids should be raised, yeah. how to be a man. Like he's giving him all because he's telling him like, you're a leader. And if you're a leader like that, you can't, no one can look at you and be like, oh, but you do this. Oh, but you do that. Like, how are you going to be leading me? And yeah. it's the same thing for us. Like, you can't be out there judging people, bro. And then you're in the cloak in the dark doing things you shouldn't be doing. Dude, that's why I keep my mouth shut most that's of the time. That's why a lot of times I'm like, you know what? I can't even. I see something I don't like or I don't agree with, but I'm not going to go and, um, hey, you know, or I'm not going to. Go to the person, hey, bro, you see that person? Like, oh, yeah, I can't believe yeah. they're wearing that. Yeah. I can't believe they're, Yeah, she's doing, like, you know what? God's grace is on me and is on them because they woke up today. Yeah. And even though they might not be saved or they don't have a relationship with God. Yeah. Like you said, bro, every day you wake up, like, it literally says God is so patient. Yeah. Literally, Jesus is literally, like, telling his dad. Hold up. Just has his hand there, like. But there's going to be a day where the father's like, all right, go, son. Straight wrath coming. And the, and that's where that fear is supposed to come from. And it's like, you never know when, right? It could be today. It, it could, could be tomorrow. Be. It could be whenever. It could be once you walk out this garage. And it also goes back to, you know, when you die, this is, I think I've told you before, like, since we don't know, when you die, you're not in time no more. Mm-mm. So, like, look at David. He's dead in his tomb. Mm-hmm. But, like, when Jesus comes back to him, it's going to be, like, in a snap of a finger. Mm. Like, he's dead, opens his eyes. It's been a million years. That's what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm hopefully. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna say before we end this podcast. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say. There's a certain way to live uh, a Christian lifestyle, right? Yeah. You, if you're a Christian, you can't go out of your way to condemn people and become prideful. You just can't do it. And you could say, "Oh my God, Louis, then why are you saying this?" I'm saying it to myself as well. Well, also it's a warning. It's a warning as well. It's literally biblical. It's scripture. You ruin it for you're ruining it for us. We're supposed to be the light of the world. Now everybody sees us as a life laughing stock. Doesn't Jesus world. tell Peter, like, go and you're gonna be a fisherman, gather them and I will sort them out later? Literally, bro. Because yeah. there's gonna be Christians. He's gonna be like, Bro, you were so prideful. Get away. Get so the prideful. Get the freak away from get me. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Closing the door um, on you. You know, and things like that. It's like I'm talking to I'm I'm essentially talking to myself, right? When I say these things, like, don't be prideful. <laughs> Don't judge. Don't condemn. When I say don't judge, I mean, if you're going to judge, judge within the church and judge righteously. Yeah. You can't go out and judge a dude in the street who isn't even part of the church. Hasn't even read one verse. Hasn't even read one verse and start judging him like, bro. What? How about, you were that guy at one point. How about talk about the Bible first? You know, how about invite him? How about go get dinner with him one day? How, yeah. How about get to know his life first before you start judging him? You know? Mm. It's just like that. I mean, like. People who go, if you, I know some Christians are going to end up at the pride parade this, if they do one. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go and condemn these people, bro. I'm just like, bro, how about instead go and try to make a friend, you know? Try to see if you could get, a, you don't have to make a whole show. How yeah. about get one dude in, in, in quiet? Hey, man. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you real quick? Instead of like going there with a microphone, you know what I mean? There's a there's a way to do that and there's ways not to do that. Dude, literally, if you yeah. go to a gay pride, gay pride parade, and you go out there and like repent or perish, no, no one's gonna listen. care. No one listening to you. No one's gonna care. Even the Bible says Matthew ten. If you end up in a household or in a place, in an area that they don't want you in, dust your feet and walk away. But people, the Christians don't get that. Like, oh, I'm gonna go with my megaphone and my microphone, my boombox. <laughs> And I'm, I'm gonna a, force them to I'm accept gonna force the gospel. To listen to me, like what? Yeah, and then even um, even Jesus said, "Don't do that, bro. If they don't want you there, leave." And also, you know, a lot of uh, it's it's hard because you know Jesus did sit with sinners. Yeah, but, but he wasn't sinners- sitting at because you know, like oh, um, Jesus. Jesus loves everybody, and yes, he does, but, like, you think Jesus is going to go eat dinner with a guy spitting on him and and blowing smoke in his face and spitting... And not caring. And, and spitting not. freaking wine on him? Yeah. No, Jesus yeah. sat with the sinners that were humble, exactly. that seeked him. The, you know, right. like Matthew follows him. hmm And, bro, he knows. He's like, I'm going to work, because he's a tax collector. Yeah. He's like, no, I my family don't like me. My... F- Friends don't like me because I'm a tax collector for the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. The Romans don't even like me because I'm Jewish. I have no friends, nothing. Jesus is like, follow me. Like, I'll all be right. your friend. Matthew's like, all right, bet. Let's go. But like, Ma- you know, Matthew's not sitting there freaking, you're wrong, Jesus. This is not going to be a long conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's the same thing with us. Like, if there's people literally like freaking just coming at you and just, you can't even tell. Te- 
talk a sentence. Just leave. Just leave. You're not, nothing's getting accomplished. I'm going to spit this verse at you, Matthew 10. If anyone, this is Jesus talking to the disciples and saying that this is what you're signing up for, bro. Yeah. This is what you're signing up for. Listen to me, right? This is Jesus telling them, these are, this is the job requirements. Yeah. This you're is all, how you be a f- disciple. You're all qualified. Here's your duties. He goes and says, as you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let, let your peace rest upon it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. Right. Jeez. Then it says, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town <laughs> and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember yeah. what happened there? Yeah, I do. Chaos. Everybody freaking died, basically. Yeah. Right? yeah. It says there will be Sodom and Gomorrah will be more bearable. They will have the day of judgment compared to the town that didn't want you. Sodom and Gomorrah will have it lighter than that town. Yeah. So if someone, I go to a private rate, right? You start preaching. Or, or a strip club. You start preaching. I start preaching. Everyone's like, F you. Frick you, this and that. Get out of here, you you Pharisee, you judgment. Start throwing things at you. Start throwing All things right, at you. I'm packing up. All right, you know what? You're right. I'm out. That, those people, if they don't repent, right? Whether Because they could walk and they could live their life and repent some other day, right? Yeah. But hopefully. Hopefully, right? If those people end up dying, that judgment day, according to the Bible, will be way worse than the judgment that Sodom and Gomorrah received. Does that go as far as even like posting on social media? I don't think so, bro. No. Because at that point, it's you're like, what it, if someone you have a lot of friends who are Christians, right? And you always see on their social media, right? And you're just like, man, eh, that's just what they like to post. Because you're not at that point, you're not intruding. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, one more time. For the for let's say, let's say I'm an atheist mm-hmm. and all my friends are Christians, right? And I see they go to church, they invite me to church, yeah. Uh, I see them post scripture on Instagram, yeah. You know, I see all these things, and right. I'm just like, eh, I don't want that. You die. And you are you the oh, same as the people that are going to be as oh, I see rejecting? What you're oh, I see what you're saying. Or let's say you have a, it would be the same judgment, bro. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though I wasn't like, even though, like, for example, like me, I have a lot of, you know, Instagram, you know, followers that I know a lot of them are not Christian. Right. But I know they'd be seeing my stories because they full on rejected it, bro. Like, I know they'd be seeing I'd be posting music, mm-hmm. scripture, TikToks about like gospels and, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a lot of people who like watch it. All right, Nick, I'll go to the next story. Go on their day. Yeah. Like, it, you know, at, at they're that, rejecting it. They're rejecting it because at that point, it's not like you're walking into their home or walking into their town or their community because it's Instagram. Yeah. Right? If they're rejecting it, they can unfollow. If they unfollow, and they're rejecting Jesus and all that. Because if, they, if they're unfollowing because of, of that, yeah. imagine how they're going to be when someone comes up to them face to face. I don't, don't want to talk about that, bro. Oh, no. Get that out of here. Literally, I had a girl tell me that. She was like, I don't even want to bring her name up. But she told me, she was like, you know, I get so mad when I see your friends posting Christian stuff. Why? I'm like, what? Like, just 
okay then don't follow them you know yeah like you don't have to you don't have to follow them but i mean hopefully damn bro i really killed that bug <laughs> you bruce lee Dude, that thing bruce lee that thing but anyways you know uh it's not like it, right here jesus saying like if you're walking into it and you're forcing yourself into that home you're not doing what i asked you know don't force it right but you could present yourself because he said he said if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words leave that home that means that you somehow presented yourself yeah you could present yourself but if they're like telling you like bro just leave just go man why are you forcing it bro okay bye. then go and if anyone wants to follow you let them follow you right because there's some people who there could be a huge crowd of 100 people 20 people want to listen to you 80 don't then you like you know what for that that's happened to paul on no, acts you just leave and then if they want to the 20 want to keep listening then they will keep listening and follow you wherever you go you know and it's like it's just like that because you could be so forceful and judging and you're not gonna be effective at all you're not gonna be effective as soon and sooner or later it's just gonna be a show for other people yeah like i've seen this so much so many times on tiktok on people just getting YouTube pastor gets yeah gets, preacher gets yeah. any conf- uh, uh argument with Muslim, like it's like they're just it's just a show at that. I mean, if it's a nice discussion, debatable thing, okay, I get it. But if it's like a they're freaking freestyling versus, <laughs> like, hey, but it says this, but it says that, but it says because oh. like have you seen that pastor? I forgot his name, but remember he was doing that baptism and the gay pride was like throwing scissoring at him and like. I didn't see that one. It, it, like holding a gay flag over the baptism, bro. What? Dude, it was so disrespectful. But it's like, if it's like that, just leave. You could leave. But then he's like, okay, what if they came to to me? Because uh-huh. he could have been doing a chill baptism just by him him and the other guy. Right? And then the gay, the gay pride homo LGBTQ community came and disrupted the area. Yeah. Then that's a whole different thing. Like, yeah, you know, we weren't even, we weren't even forcing ourselves. Wait, so a guy was in a baptism and they came and did that? And yeah. he allowed them to do it? Yeah, he continued with the baptism, bro. Like, he didn't, like, he was so un, like, he was bothered, obviously, but he was like, this is a God thing, dude. I'm not going to let you stop this guy from being baptized. Like, in the middle of all the the persecution he was receiving, he was like, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I baptize you. The guy got baptized. The The police came and removed the the community, the LGBT community. But, I mean, like, imagine that. Like, being so low in your life that you had to disrupt the baptism. Like you what have does this baptism have ignorant. to do with your life? What is that? What, what, what did you gain from that? No, you're the minority here. <laughs> you did not win in this situation. If you're disrupting a baptism just to prove, just to, you know, prove what pr- you're prove an what? ignorant that you're you're gay and proud. Like no one cares, dude. Oh and yeah, and it's crazy. But bro, I was supposed to end this podcast like six days ago. Six days ago, but yeah, I mean, like that. This is what I'm ending on. This is what I'm ending on. For what for, are you gonna do? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to read Matthew 10. Let's going to read Matthew 10. If anyone would not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. 
I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves or doves. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what you what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. <sighs> Bro, Jesus already knows, man. Jesus already knows. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me play this real quick. Dude, am you I might edit this out. But Bruce Lee, another fly right now. Look, look, look at this. Listen to this. So Bro. this is um a video of I think they're Christians and they're getting killed. But like, listen to this lady's uh or this this guy's wife. Okay. So he died. This is the wife talking. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Wow. Dude, you cannot tell me God's not real when this widow is happy that her husband got killed. But she's not happy, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, she's, she's comforted she's by She's not it. even, like, worried. She's like, yeah, my husband went straight to heaven. Straight to heaven. Straight ticket to heaven, bro. She literally said, Lord, have mercy on he us. He got a fast pass to heaven, bro. Literally, Disney fast pass to heaven. He's in front of the line. <laughs> literally, dude. What? Paul was like, what's up, bro? It was like, oh, you got shot? Bro, got my shot. head got cut off. And you know, I, I think about it, and it's like. One day, it could be us. It could be us, and because you know, a lot of the Christians were getting crucified, stoned, and eaten by lions. This is what, this is why I say one day, bro. Let's say because my neighbor, my ex neighbor, <laughs> uh, my other neighbor, right? Yeah. Her bro, her friend's brother, went to China. So her friend's brother went to China. Okay. Brother died in China for preaching the word of God. No way. Body never found. They didn't even send the body back, bro. Never found martyred in China. That could be us, bro. One day we were just in China on a PTC tour. tour. Pass the chips tour in China. Straight preaching the word of God. Pre- uh, Chinese uh, police. Pull up. Hey, what are you saying, dude? I'm just talking about God. Talking about Jesus. Prison. I'm sorry. Can't say that. Like, literally. my uh, One of my friend's dad's. He went to China and he was talking about, he pulled out the Bible at an airport. Like reading it. Reading it at the airport. But he was reading it to one guy and he came back and told us that. And we were like, you did what? What? You s- yeah, that's lucky, bro. Bold. Because that's bold. Because like there's some radicals in China. Like police will literally, Hong Kong, you're good. Chill. Like, Hong Kong is pretty. Because like they're, they're, you're not going to get persecuted. I don't. I don't even want to say that, but because I, I don't know, but I know Hong Kong is trying to get away from the China 
Chinese uh, dynasty type of thing, you know? Communism dictatorship. The thing is, bro, like, if that ever comes to the point, like, hey, renounce renounce Jesus as your king and we'll let you live, I'm like, bro, you might as well beat me right now and shoot me in the head because I'm not doing it. Get your good punches in. Get your good punches in right now. And it's like, you know, it would even go to the point like, oh, we're going to crucify you. I'm like, do it. Do it. Crucify you sideways <laughs> if you want to. Because it's going to be painful, bro, but like... I think, wasn't Peter that got crucified upside down? Mm-hmm. But you know what's crazy is at that point, bro, your your mind, you won't be thinking. It's going to be all spirit. Because mm-hmm. you're going to say, like, how can you take that... Like, the Holy Spirit will literally give you, like... The- the ability to take that pain. The ability to take that pain, the words to say, and literally like, hey. <laughs> I'm red, bro. <laughs> Dude. Hey, you know you know what movie you should watch? Mm. Have you seen Silence? Mm-mm. By Andrew, Gar- uh, not by Andrew Garfield, but he was in it. Silence. Silence, yeah. watch it, bro. It's literally Christian persecution in Japan. No way. Andrew Garfield's in it. Uh, Liam Neeson's in it. It's a really good movie. But I mean, like, Literally, persecution happens all over the world. Here in America, we're we're literally just babies. Baby, we're baby Christians here. Baby Christians here. Over there, they're getting shot by ISIS. Nigeria, I think they killed ten k Christians in in a couple months. Just like that, they just go into their houses, throw Molotovs and stuff. You know, get it, gather them around and shoot them. Just like that, bro. Christians, Muslims, all of them. It's, it's wild. sad, bro. But I mean, it's for the glory of God. That lady was like, she wasn't even crying in the video. She was like, "Hey, I mean, he he said Jesus while he was getting shot. I mean, that that gave me comfort. That will give me comfort." <laughs> and then you go read scripture. <sighs> Blessed are the persecuted, dude. Straight ticket to heaven, like I said. Fast pass. You know, sitting at the front, front of, of the, the army, line, bro. Front of the army, just like with Paul and them, just delivered. Hey, what's up, man? Paul yeah, was I got like, shot with the M16. Peter was like, yo, yeah, I got crucified, crucified upside down. Uh, John, what did he get? John, what was it? John got uh, beheaded. Beheaded, right? A lot of them got beheaded, dude. Stefan got stoned. Stoned. <sighs> What? And it says when he got stoned, he dude, looked. Who got thrown off a cliff? Like some dude got. Was that him? I don't know. Dude. You know what's crazy is Paul was like should have died like seventeen times. Oh yeah, Paul. <laughs> he was in prison most of the. His Beaten. He got shipwrecked. Yeah. He got everything, dude. And he got bit by a snake, mm. and that was prophecy too because, uh, Jesus talks about you know. Uh, you'll be able to drink poisonous things, and even wow. it says like we'll get bit by snakes, wow. and nothing will happen to them. Literally, you go to the next book in Acts. At the very end, Paul gets bit. Nothing happens. Wow. <laughs> Paul said, "I'm invisible, invincible. I'm invincible." Let me find it real quick. Let me in- find it, then we'll end it on that. End it on that, bro. Find it and end it real quick. Uh, yo, I'm gonna spit a bar before we go away. Uh, Wait, are you going to church tomorrow, bro? Uh, I might go to church. I might go to the West Houston one. Yeah, Pentecostal. But I think I'm going to hit up Hosanna. So here we go, bro. Mark 16, 18. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. That's what... Uh, Axe, he goes to the island at the very end. Literally gets bit by a snake. 
poisonous as heck. Bro. The tribe village people, they were like, this dude is going to die in 36 seconds. Dude, I'll just read it to you. Literally, he's fine. They start, like, bowing down to Paul, like, yeah. what? Like, what is your God? And he preaches the gospel, heals all the people that are sick there, and then leaves. <laughs> he said, hey. It was just an inconvenience, but not really. Yeah. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat bit him on the hand. The people on the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, like, this dude, the snake was hanging from his hand. It's not scared. He was just like, look at look at my friend. <laughs> Made a new friend today. <laughs> he was like, uh, a murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice would not permit him to live. So, yeah, like, though he escaped the sea. Because he got in a shipwreck. Just, they're like, oh. Look, like, it's he, his fate. He's, now he got bit by a snake. Like, he needs to die. He needs to die. It's his fate. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided he was a god. <laughs> <laughs> Near the shore where he was, bro, imagine. He's a god. This guy's a god. He didn't freaking die from a snake. <laughs> Near the shore where we landed was an, an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius' father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul, I mean, that, that's basically like he was just going to the restaurant like really badly. Dysentery? Yeah. Paul went in and prayed for him and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. As a result, we were showered with honors. And when the time came to sell, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. And then he left and they were like, oh, yeah, my master is named Jesus. He's God. All right, deuces. Yeah. And I bet you some of those people are like, what the Why heck? didn't he die and how did he heal Kill us? everyone. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. All glory to Jesus. That is so crazy, bro. Dude, we just ended on that, bro. Oh Yo, I don't even know what episode this will be. Six? Probably. I don't know, man. But, I mean, like, hey, if you're listening and you made it to the end, that's awesome. Muchas gracias. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning into this episode of Pass the Chips Podcast. Uh, this is episode six, probably. Probably be uploaded on a Wednesday or something. We'll yeah. never know. We'll never know. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Passive Chips Podcast. If you made it to the end, that's awesome. Be sure to check us out on our Instagram at holyrob.clo and also our YouTube channel. You can find that in our Instagram bio. Thanks again. Have a blessed day.